Welcome to No Quarters, episode 87. Hey, Woo. I have heard tell that this is a motherfucking video game podcast. You have heard correct, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And BJ's not here huh. once again because he's a special guest at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he's the person that they show like after the cre- like after the credits in the show has started. Mm-hmm. And they're like, starring. Yes. Also starring. That's what he is. He's an also, also starring. Also starring. Okay. He's recurring. That That works too. Okay. Yeah. So, so, since we're all here, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we? Put would on you a like show? to? Would you like to talk about video games? I would. Oh, let's yes, let's try w- that. Would you like to as well? Um, absolutely. All right, let's fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's uh, first? We got a boatload of stuff, but let's start out with Dead Rising Four. Whoa, that is a brand new video game. It is. <laughs> I actually won a copy from Major Nelson. You did. Larry Herb, Xbox Live's Major Nelson. <laughs> yeah, he sent you I was you kind a... of shocked. Yeah. And then being the shithead that I am, I'm like, man, second place. Is that the one that comes with like the the SSD USB hard drive? And it was like, no, no. it's a code for the game. Yeah. Shut up. And I was like, oh, man, I was so close to winning the big one. And it's like, don't be greedy. You mm-hmm. got the free game that you were going to buy anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. What do you think, Chuck? <laughs> Of your Having story? most recently played Dead Rising three, you <laughs> yes. played a ton of Dead Rising three. I did, and recently finished it up, like mm-hmm. as because I knew four was coming out, so I was yeah. like, I should really finish all this DLC. Um, but yeah, it's um, I am one of those people who is not a fan of Dead Rising, the first. Mm-hmm. I have given it at least eight tries. Like I'm gonna do it this time, and every time I'm like, no, I, this timer system is oppressive and i can't stand it and i don't like it yeah uh three kind of did away with that but kept some timer mechanics four just says fuck it there's no time just do whatever four definitely feels like the game everyone expected Mm -hmm. when it first came out where it was like you know you know the whole gta with zombies like you you wander around oh you want to do a quest well get over there eventually and Mm -hmm. do it Mm -hmm. that's kind of what this one is a little bit like I've I've I haven't played that much of it. I've played like the first two or three levels, mm-hmm. and I have found myself rushing through a level, thinking that I have to get th- to the end because of time. Yeah, and then realize I get to the end and it's like you completed four percent of the level, and I'm like, fuck. So it, it takes some getting used to. Yeah. Um, j- just to like completely revert back to this is not. There's no pressure in this video game. Yeah, that's what felt weird about it to me, honestly. Like, yeah. I, I'm someone who loves one, played okay. one, like, multiple, multiple <clears throat> times. Mm-hmm. And two, just couldn't get into it because of the Zombrex thing, which that, to me, for some reason, that time limit felt more oppressive than the ones in the nor- in the yeah. first game. Because it was actually first- tied to something. Yeah, like, it was like a game over thing. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the first one, yes, you had to be certain places or you could basically lock out the rest of the story in the game. Mm-hmm. And then it became just, you know, and that's what most people didn't realize is then it became your open world game. Right. You know, because you could do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. until you died. And then, you know, you could either start over or reload a save. But yeah, this one, they just, it, without any of that, it just, it feels so odd in that there's just no pressure. And I never felt like I was close to dying. Yeah. And I've only played a couple hours worth of the game. But, you know, the first one, I always felt like I was close to death. Mm-hmm. Like, like there was always that danger. And I, it just feels like there's no danger anymore because you're picking up a crazy combo weapon. Yeah. So quickly. For for me, it's been weird coming 
really like I ended the last bit of DLC for three and started playing four as soon as it was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of a bad way to do it because basically you are, you know, superhuman at the end of three mm-hmm. and you've leveled up ridiculously and then you start four and, you know, there's you're it's back not to tied to anything. So you're just, you know, guy with a stick. Um, yeah. And that guy is Frank West. Yeah. S- sort of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this bothers more people than me. I mean, I I understand recasting a voice actor. Mm-hmm. I understand, like, changing the look a little bit. Yep. But they changed the character. He doesn't feel like the same character to me at all. And I get that. And that's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of like... I, I, it's almost like, you know, like like watching Rambo and Rambo 2 or something. Right. You know, where it's like in the first one, Rambo's like this damaged soldier guy who doesn't want to fight anyone. And then two, he's like, send me in, I'll kill them all. <laughs> you know, and th- it's kind of this. That's how it feels with Frank West, because it was like he was always kind of reluctant in the mm-hmm. first one where he's like, I'm here to get the story. And that's about it. And this one, like, he doesn't even want to be part of the story. No, he gets tricked into it. Yeah, he gets tricked into it. And then he's just like jokey and sarcastic all the time. Yeah. Like every line is jokey, sarcastic thing. And that's kind of like that works when it's like, you know, there's a reason they call it comic relief mm-hmm. as opposed to just like, you know, all the time, which yeah. is what this game does with him, which some of it works. Some of it is truly funny. Some of it is. Yeah. But it's like when it's just one after the other, after the other, after the other, even when a character calls him out on it. That's what I do like is yeah. that no one gives him a pass. Everyone thinks he's a shitbird. Yeah. They're just like, why aren't you taking any of this seriously? Yeah. Everyone but- else is. He's just joking his way through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And people hate him <laughs> in the game. And I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yes, that helps. But I, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's weird because he was like this reluctant guy who was just trying to get the story. He wasn't trying to save anyone in the first one. Right. But he wasn't like, ha ha, you're going to die and it sucks, doesn't it? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not like, he's not the dick that he is in this one. And that. Granted, it, some shit has gone down in his life. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. And it just, it just struck me as weird. Like I, I liked where they took the character much more in off the record. Okay. Because it was like, it's, it felt like a more realistic progression of him. Yeah in that one i for me like having not played a lot of one and really not really having played any of two Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me um but i totally get how people are not up in arms but just like disappointed yeah so well but you know this feels like the one that's easily the most accessible out of all of them by far yeah yes the story stuff kind of doesn't matter like it's kind of like so far, it doesn't. I, they give you enough backstory in the whole starting stuff yeah. that it's kind of easy to be like, okay, yeah, I know where I know where I understand where all this is going. Yeah, because like somewhere between three and four, they fixed it. Like they fixed the zombie thing, and everything yeah. was fine. And now all of a sudden, it started again. Yeah, and no one understands why. Well, yeah, the whole zombie outbreak in that series has been odd. Yeah, in general, like it, it felt more it. The first one works story-wise because it's like the initial outbreak, mm-hmm. you know, or, well, there had been one or two other ones mm-hmm. and they actually give a reason for why it's happening by the end of it. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, the other ones just became like, all right, it's kind of everywhere, but it's so, it's really super normalized. You right. know, it's like, oh yeah, you just deal with zombies now. Yeah. You know, like people seem to be living normal lives mm-hmm. unless they just get stuck in a zombie zone and then it's like, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, yeah, that, that whole series is really odd about that, but. But you go back to Willamette, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you go back to the mall, although they've torn down the old mall. Yeah, and, it's and like nothing. It yeah, it's with the. It's like a Vegas mall with I mean, the it Willamette is. <laughs> Memorial Megaplex. Yeah, <laughs> which just makes me laugh. It's the stupidest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, and it's uh, immediately overrun with zombies. Yes, as well, well it, it, it the outbreak happens on Black Friday because Dead Rising Four is a Christmas game. Yep. Um, the 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 initial the reinitial zombie outbreak occurs during the Black Friday craze, mm-hmm. and then basically Frank West gets kind of conned into going there and dealing with it. So it's all this kind of weird, like, zombie Christmas going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the guy the guy who gets him to go there, you said, is in the DLC for three? He was a character in three for about half a second. Okay. And then he has one of the DLC chapters is all about him. Okay. So he's in the lore. <laughs> all right. So he's an established dude. He works for the ZDC. It's like none of it was a surprise. Yeah. Like, yeah, he worked for the ZDC, but he was like one of the guys who was like, no, what the government is doing is wrong. We have to save people. So mm-hmm. he was the good guy. So yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, he comes along and recruits Frank. It's like, come on, man, you're the only one. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Cause Frank's like teaching in a community college. He's teaching wedding photography or something. Yeah. It's just pathetic. Um, that, that is like, I love that that's, that's presented as like the rock bottom yeah. for any photographer. <laughs> is being like, man, I can do wedding photography. No. <laughs> And I just love that that's what he's written on the chalkboard. Like, who knows how long he's been there, but it just says wedding photography. Well, it, it, makes, it, it makes sense because wedding photography is so repetitive. I mean, everyone wants oh, yeah. Yeah. exactly the same shots at yeah. every wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, do this one at the ring. Do this. We're holding hands. Now we're cutting the cake. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you go back to the mall. Mm-hmm. Although it's totally not the mall, but yeah. it's a mall. Yeah, it's a new yeah. completely new design of everything but but it's got it's got weird creepy christmas music in it and a bunch of the yeah. weapons are yeah and when you pause the game you get like big band christmas music and other stuff in the background that always just sounds a little bit off yeah it's a little sinister it's hard to put your finger on but it's like eh, it's a little not right i will say tonally that works with the first one because the first one was straight up like mall elevator music right and it was really like it it was so perfect and this kind of works that way too, where yeah. it's kind of presented like mall elevator music again, but yeah, bigger. I, I guess. I mean, I've I've been enjoying it so far. Uh, I think my only complaint about it really is that I'm surprised what they changed from three to four. Like some of the controls, like they mm-hmm. move the run button and they move how you access your inventory. And I, you know, this is kind of a me specific complaint, but coming right out of three and then to four, I'm like, ah, where's the things? Like none of this makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and when it feels unnecessarily changed. Yeah. Because it's not like you're changing any of the functionality of the game. No. So whenever I'm trying to bring up my inventory, I end up throwing a you know, yeah. a snow globe or something. Yep. <laughs> so it's Well, there's certain ones. Like I mean, Halo needs to adopt the standard first person shooter control scheme at this yeah. point. H- have they by five finally? I think no. they, there's an option. No. Yeah, there's a lot of options you can do. Okay. But, but the difference between Halo with Halo is that grenades are such a fundamental part of playing that game. Yeah. Because it's really Halo is that whole like they call it the triumvirate almost where it's like grenades, melee and shooting. And it's like all your ranges determine which one you're using. So it's like, yeah, I I, I've changed some of the but they do have a name down sites in the game. Okay, you know, so it is there. But yeah, and you can change it so you can have standard controls like that's one thing Halo had like they've got like 50 fucking combinations of. And I, I guess I but should the default is not look at the settings for this and see maybe if they're op- I'd never looked at the control options. Yeah. Plus, I've got an elite controller, so I could probably just reprogram that and mm-hmm. make it do what I want it to do anyway. So, yeah. but 
Yeah, that that's my only complaint is that my muscle memory is so set to like LB is supposed to be run and it's not. Now it's something else pushing the right thumbstick or something. So it's yeah. just I don't know. That bothers me. But other than that, you know, yeah. it's 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 weird that Dynasty have, Warriors the zombie game. Yeah, kind of. And it's weird they don't have the maniacs in it. Yeah. I earned the psychopaths. I don't understand why they took that out. That's that's really strange and the fact that they do have these kind of little boss characters anyway. But they're so weak. It's like, why are you even telling me this is a special character? Yeah, I, I've never had a problem with any time they've been like, oh, look out, it's this. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'm just going to shoot just, a candy cane for my crossbow at yeah, it. Yeah, this game feels like it was, like they almost didn't want it to be anything but a sandbox of, Yeah, you're just, you're giving all these weapons, crazy weapons and kill everything, you know, because you got like exosuits and just, it gets... It, insane. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> you get overpowered so quickly in that game. Yeah. And like... They kind of Saints Row Ford it. It does feel that way. Because 3 was super crazy, but still had the limitations of the previous games where mm-hmm. it, it did have some time limits and it did have stuff like that. And this one's just like, nah, go crazy. Yeah, you're a super guy. Yeah, man. just do the thing. So you're starting to interest me in the Dead Rising universe, something I've, I've never previously been. I, you know, it. this is easily the most accessible one. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just, there are, there's no time limit. It's... It's it's almost too easy. It's just get in and fuck around. It yeah. really is. Okay. So you can just do whatever that you can explore. Might be my kind of thing then. I might let you borrow it when I'm done with it if you yeah. want it. I would. Sure. I, had a, I got a code. So yeah, he, this guy. Yeah. Major Nelson yeah. fucked yeah, you, but, man. Oh, <laughs> oh you mean Larry Herb, Xbox Live Major yeah. Nelson. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh, okay. But but apparently the hubbub around <laughs> the game, like that's gotten a lot of people angry, is like there there's a timed mode that's coming as DLC. Ah. As well as apparently the quote unquote real ending to the game. <laughs> Oh, so it's just sort of rad. Well, kind of. <laughs> well, well, I mean, the, the first one, and I'm assuming the second and third, it, maybe not the third, but like w- how you did things, the time you did, there were a bunch of different endings, but only like one ending got you what was called overtime mode, right? which was like, you know, day four and five. So I'm assuming it's something like that where okay. it unlocks, you know, the extra missions that would. Okay. have been there otherwise see i don't know if i did like the right things in dead rising 3 i think maybe there were multiple endings but i remember because dead rising 3 ends and then you're like wait no that this story is not over and then it's mm-hmm. like oh no wait there's another chapter go do that yeah so i i don't know if that was if if everyone got to do mm-hmm. that or if some people got this really shitty ending for dead yeah. rising 3 well so. i mean dead rising 1 if you never left the helipad in the beginning yeah you could literally leave your game running for whatever the you know the seventy two hour not even though the, you know the t- the cycle was compressed so right. it was it worked out to whatever it is like mm-hmm. six hours mm-hmm. but if you left it there for six hours yeah you the, get a horrible ending I think the helicopter would come back and it would be like Frank never solved the case you know and then <laughs> like it would be like a text scroll or something but but there are ways to just get like shitty endings yeah for the game okay you know but still technically beat it mm-hmm. yeah but anyway we you need to, to take on. pictures again. Yeah, you do take and you can take selfies. Yeah, as you told me. I, I didn't even mess with any of that. You should but. totally do that. It's fun. Yeah, it's real dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real dumb. Does you, it like freeze the zombies in place, or do you have to do that despite the zombies? You have to. Well, you can do it. It's best to do it once you've killed everything, but mm-hmm. it doesn't like you're not freezing anything when you're taking pictures. I mean, everything's still coming at you. Oh, okay. Uh, but that makes selfies even more exciting. Sure. No. <laughs> Plus, you could change your facial expressions. Real yeah, it's, <laughs> it's real tough. It, you, you could you actually like have conversations while you're in selfie mode making stupid faces, mm-hmm. like when the 
the other characters are talking to you if you hit the selfie button you'll immediately run around and jump in front of your camera which is what you see and mm-hmm. the other characters talking to you and you're just making dumb faces go yeah bad, bad, bad. <laughs> so it's i don't know the game's got a sense of humor and that to me doesn't irritate me i know it irritates some people but i don't care <laughs> as much as i hate fucking selfie culture this idiot frank west <laughs> who's covered wars uh <laughs> yeah the man's covered wars he's just taking selfies and now he doesn't give a shit no he doesn't yeah, it, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it. Yes, it's the most successful. Let's just say that. Yep. You will probably like it, Harlow. Yes. Okay. If you didn't like, the, if you didn't like the other games, you'll love Dead Rising. Yeah. Great. Put I, that on the box. <laughs> yeah. It, it just it does not have the sense of urgency that I'd like. No. So I, I think that's the main thing. But so hey, if you do like games like the other games, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry, that was the best segue I could possibly do. Harlow and I have played Dishonored too. Hey. That's a video game. Yeah. <laughs> Have you played Dishonored? Yes. Then you've kind of played Dishonored too. Oh. It, it's it's basically it's one of those sequels that's straight up like, hey, did you like that first game a lot? Mm-hmm. Which I know plenty of people that yes, that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then here is more of that game in a new setting with new levels. Mm-hmm. And I'll start off saying I have not played Clockwork Mansion, which is the new like. This is the level mm-hmm. like, like this is the one people will write, you know, deep dive analysis right. of how it was made type levels. Yeah. Game design. Yeah. Which it's apparently that good, but I have not made it that far into the game. I yet. have not either. Yeah. I don't know what level it is, but I'm also, I'm really taking my time. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing about this is I feel like, so I played through Dishonored twice. First time it was kind of just get to the end. Like mm-hmm. chaos run. Yeah. Well, like, okay. So this is the thing about video games that I don't know if there's a word for it. It's not ludo narrative dissonance, but it's, it's sort of like where the game is basically like mass effect is, is super bad about this, where the game is like, there is an important thing happening. You need to take care of it. Go, go, go. And then it's like, Hey, but on the math or side missions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it ludo narrative? urgency yeah I, or maybe i don't know but, yeah but, but yeah it's the ubisoft effect <laughs> yeah yeah well like even when it's like hey if you go here which is going to start the final thing you, you you're gonna yeah. can't go back and do it's the map the, it's the ticking clock that right. never moves right right so dishonored kind of has that going on so in the first one i was just like oh there's little side things not important like mm-hmm. i i can't be bothered with your business i gotta save the kingdom mm-hmm. kind of thing and so first one was i wouldn't say a speed run but it was very to the point and the second one was like, no, I'm going to explore this world. I'm going to try to find and do every side quest. Your first run was can. efficient. Yeah. The second one was like, I'm going to see, try to see everything and try mm-hmm. to do everything in a different way possible. Not necessarily like, it's not like I had a murder free run or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, my last run of Dishonored was bloody as hell. Yeah. Um, but I, I covered much more of the ground of the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much first playthrough playing this one that way. Like, I, I was just like, you know what? I, but all said and done, I don't know if I have the kind of time these days to play through games more than once. Yeah. I'm just going to take my time with this one. So I'm honestly only like chapter two or three. Like, I just barely got magic and stuff and did mm-hmm. like one level with magic. Yeah. Because it seems like they, they don't give you the powers as early in this one as they did the first one. Yeah. Well, they start you off. You basically, you're given a choice to be either Corvo or Emily. Sure. Which I, I chose I, Emily. I, I did too. I think everyone does yeah. <laughs> because like I played Corvo last time. Let's kind of, yeah. And apparently their powers are different and mm-hmm. 
they patched in a new game plus that lets you use like any power for either of them. Oh, that's cool. So you can combine them and, but yeah, man, they, I will say this, like Dishonored 1 and Dishonored 2 start off in a way that just gives you the biggest murder boner for all these people. Yep. Where they're just like, man, these people fucked you over and you are going to fucking destroy them because yeah. of it. That's why, like, that's the dissonance I can't understand is like how people watch this shit that's happening in this game and the people and the whales and all the terrible things that people are doing. I'm like, mm-hmm. murder everyone the game will allow me to. Yeah. Like, just this this civilization needs to be wiped off whatever planet this is. Yeah. And I might can't kill the you know civilians on the street. <laughs> But I'm gonna kill everyone else that <laughs> has a red arrow over him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hear people talk about how much they love Dishonored and how great and like all the stuff. And I gotta admit, I I like it, but I just don't get that. And I think maybe I'm playing it wrong in that I'm trying to do the stealthy, like mm-hmm. try not to kill anybody stuff and you know, try not to use too many powers, all that. And I think I need to just stop that and just go on a goddamn murder spree. Yeah, you really should. Cause Be- because I it, like, I'm just, I don't think I'm enjoying playing it in the, you know, in the way that it feels like the game right. will allow. And then I know a lot of people like playing that way, but. Well, this one's straight up, like you hit a point where you're supposed to meet the outsider who gives you the powers mm-hmm. and you can just be like, nah, don't want them. So, like, right up in, yeah. in the beginning of the game, you say, like, I'm, I'm doing a no-powers run-through. Like, don't even give them to me, mm-hmm. um, which is not something the first one did. Yeah, the, the first thing, one you had to kind of choose not to use them. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I think you had to start with at least a point in Blink or something. Yeah, I think Blink was the only one that yeah. they forced you to take. Right. Because, um, I mean, you, there's, I'm sure there's sections of that game you can't get through without using Blink, mm, which is your, your teleport move. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm... All I know is, man, that made that, like, once I had that... Like sometimes oh, yeah. I'd get super so into stealth stuff and forget that I had that. And then I'd be like, the fuck am I doing? Like yeah. I can just jump up there with the little teleport and this game's way quicker. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a weird thing. I, I think it's, I think it has a little bit to do with the culture of people just not having that many games to, so trying to milk every mm-hmm. type of playthrough out of them. You know, I think yeah. that's why things like Minecraft and whatnot pers- you know, just keep going because yeah. it's like, you know, whatever it's a sandbox, you know, here, try it this way now. Mm-hmm. How did that work? Um, I don't. I don't really get the deny yourself the tools that are available in a game mentality in games. Like if you yeah. give it to me, I'm gonna use it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might not. I might occasionally forget about it and find other fun ways to do it. But yeah, I mean, you give me these these powers, and yeah, I'm all about using them. Yeah. Um, I I think I just need to give into that. Yeah. But but man, the beginning of that game when. Uh, the so you know you're getting a visit from a someone from another country or whatever mm-hmm. whatever they call him in in that game and Vincent D'Onofrio is the uh, person who announces that she's coming who's like her you know her herald or whatever and I was like oh it's D'Onof then <laughs> this guy's up to no good whatsoever <laughs> yeah and you are immediately fucked over hmm. by this woman that comes out and it's one of those cases too like they have justification for it, but everybody's like, Oh yeah, that person's totally telling the truth. Fuck you, Emily. You know? And it's like, uh, suddenly everyone's like trying to attack you and you're like, wait, no, I'm, I was ruling you 10 minutes ago. What the hell? Mm-hmm. You know, but they, 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 that's one thing they do. And, and I do like that they've given Emily and Corvo voices mm-hmm. in this one. Whereas, you know, the first one, that was my biggest problem out of everything was Corvo just coming off as like this mute idiot. Right. Who couldn't respond to anybody talking to him. And now like Emily will 
you know, they, they do a good job of also having her, like when she talks to herself, just sound really pissed off. Yeah. As well. She should be. Yeah. So, and it, it, it feels weird that it's almost like the way she talks is almost like kind of coaxing you into murdering these guys. Cause she'll just be like those traitors, you know? And you're like, Hmm, should I stab that guy in the neck? Yes, <laughs> you should. Yeah. But there's also, I'm trying to remember, like there were kind of sort of side things in one, but not quite like this. Like in, in the very first level, mm-hmm. you basically, you find the newspaper, right. the guy who publishes the newspaper and a guard is threatening him that he needs to run this story, you know, that basically says, yeah, Emily screwed over the kingdom. This new person's awesome. And that's that. And the, and the editor's like, that's not news. That's propaganda. I'm not going to do it, you know? And then eventually the guy will threaten him enough to like stab him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, if you're not going to cooperate, then. And <laughs> yeah, but it, like. Those sections, it's easy to break the game, I've noticed, because mm-hmm. I stabbed that guy too early. Like, like I reloaded the game, and I went to kill the guy who was going to kill him, mm-hmm. but he hadn't threatened the guy yet. Oh. So when I stabbed him, then the guy's like, oh my god, oh, who are you, what is going on? You know, and it's like, no, you know who I am, dude, because I, like I've because immediately I reloaded again and did the cutscene, like, and you have to wait until he's attacking the guy before you kill him, mm-hmm. or knock him out, or whatever. And then the guy's like... Oh yeah, you're Emily, the princess. I know that you're like cool, that you weren't, that you weren't, you know, you're not the dick everyone says you are, you know, all that stuff. And uh-huh. but it's just so weird that it, like in, you know, that that half a second between when that guy attacked and when he didn't, like this person's rea- this the AI reaction is completely utterly different. Yeah, yeah. I s- someone I I don't remember the source of where I heard this, but um. Someone, someone put it best as far as like summing it up for me is Dishonored is basically the thief game we've all been wanting for many years if you were a fan of the original thief mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. Um, because that new thief was kind of hot horse shit. It was garbage. Um, there was funny conversations in it, but the game was terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like this pretty much allows me to do all the kind of like look at the situation and think of the weirdest, most clever way possible to deal with it because mm-hmm. I'm sorry but in any game that gives me a mechanic where I can huck a dead guy's corpse off of a roof and have the other guards go into a full on panic <laughs> yeah that's just always a winner to me I mean that mm-hmm. that never gets old and yeah it's not perfect I mean I, I will grant you that it's like let's take the kind of broken Skyrim engine and make a whole new game out of it and that's mm-hmm. what it feels like you know like, yeah so yeah it's got problems but i still really like it and yeah it's it i know we don't usually talk about the marketing that much but the commercials i've seen them a lot like oh, during I, south I park and all that they're weird in that they're live action commercials mm-hmm. for the game and they don't really sell the game for what it is at all which it's one of those cases where it's like why are you marketing this game this way like, I know you want people to buy it, but it just feels like it's one of those, like, like you're setting people up not to like it yeah. by what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Selling's important, but having backlash is worse, I no. think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they just laugh all the way. Oh, you didn't like that? I'm like, No Man's Sky folks. They're like, yeah, yeah. you didn't like that? <laughs> bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no Man's Bye. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's, it's one of those games that feels like I should enjoy it more yeah. than I do. So I maybe I am playing it wrong. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I can't say that because I'm I'm not the kind of person that would claim that. I just think you need to give in a little bit to, yeah. like, don't try Going to play. Nuts. Don't that's I, I don't know. To me, that's like trying to play, well, any game and like doing the hardest type of playthrough first. Like, why why would you do that? You're a grown ass person with a full time job. These are not eh. these are not the goals of full time people. With, <laughs> yeah, full time working people. These are these are kids that have three games all year and. Yeah, I don't know. I like playing the Call of Duties on Veteran. I'm weird like that. All right. They're a different game to me. And and certain games, it makes it better. Like they Alan are. Wake. Yes. Alan Wake and, and Dead Space on the hardest difficulty settings were better games. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But yeah, they, Dishonored is not that type of game, though. No. So, you know. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's... I mean, my problem, and don't get me wrong, I, I have a lifetime, lifetime love for Bethesda and everything mm-hmm. that they'll pretty much ever do even though they're not the same studio they once were um so i'm the first to admit how pissed i would be if i was like 10 hours into like some super crazy hard playthrough thing and the game basically just fucked me because the game can be fucky Mm -hmm. you know like that's why i'm like you know what murder everyone because the save could corrupt on me (laughs) i mean it's sad that you have to look at it that way but Mm -hmm. i'm kind of like you know what just this is this is like sands in the hourglass man this could go any way at any point time hmm. yeah i guess you're right there yeah. I, like i said if, if it were a like a solidly running game i'd be like yeah sure let's see what we can let's put this baby to the test let's do this the hardest way possible but mm-hmm. a bethesda game nah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. well chuck yeah talking about solidly running games okay <laughs> no telltale <laughs> yeah you played batman the telltale series i did yeah i'm three episodes into it three yeah. five um so i fully i fully realize that i'm the only person left here who gives a fuck about whatever the latest telltale thing is mm, like i, I, I know would, i would if it wasn't the frequency with which they come out okay i i for me i'm just like yeah whatever i don't care what the property is like the only one i haven't played is the minecraft one because mm. i'm who cares but yeah. um like whenever they announce a new thing, I'm like, you know, even if I'm not a huge fan, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. let, let's do that because I well, enjoy this stuff. Um, I did buy this season because it was dirt cheap. Okay. in one of their sales. Yeah, um, and I'd heard good things from a lot of people, and I like Batman. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let me tell you a tale of a telltale of Batman. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite telltale thing since the first season of The Walking Dead. Well, that's good to hear. And I don't know if that's because I'm not a hardcore Batman person, mm-hmm. but I do like Batman. And recognize enough of the stuff that's going on in this. Uh, I recognize it enough to a point to realize that I don't think they're doing any established story. No. They're taking it in their own direction. And that to me is interesting because I don't mm-hmm. know what's coming. It's not just like, oh, look, it's the Joker origin story, blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like they do the whole Batman origin flashback bullshit again. Oh. But they put a different spin on it. His parents aren't murdered? No, they, they're still dead Oh, as know. of episode three. But then they're like, hey, Bruce, why don't you think hard and remember what really happened? And then oh. it like takes the story a little further and you're like, oh, wait. So it this thing's the storytelling in this is really good. It sets up this this Batman universe that you're not familiar with. And that makes the story exciting because mm-hmm. you have no idea where it's going, no. but it still keeps all the central characters in it so that you recognize who the people are. Like you get Harvey Dent's kind of origin in this, and it's mm-hmm. a little different than what you're used to. Yeah. Selena Kyle is in this and her Catwoman is different. You know, I mean, it's just all these things. Um, and 
I okay. Having played the two arc, I've played two of the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. The first two, I like them. I like them a lot. They're really good. I feel like as Batman in this, it is the best Batman in a video game. Mm-hmm. Like the things that you're doing. Are you being more of a detective yes. in this one? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like Condemned, uh, to where you most of the game, most of the game is dialogue. I'll just say that you're just no. driving the story, and then there will be action sequences, most of which are detective vision time you go in Mm -hmm. with all your tools and shit and you figure stuff out um but then every episode has probably two action sequences of be batman and fuck shit up Mm -hmm. and even though it's just really interactive cutscenes, it's fucking badass like i instead of like beating up nine million dudes in the arkham games basically each episode you beat up like four guys Mm -hmm. but it's four guys who really fucking need to be beat up and it is so right. satisfying to do it because there will be there will be bits where you're just scanning a room because you've got bat drones and they're mm. they're studying all the things in the room. And then you decide, like, OK, I'm going to take that dude's head and I'm going to smash it into this thing. And then when this falls, the tray, I'm going to pick up this tray and come over to this other guy and do that. And then you you go. And then obviously it's just quick time events to make all the things happen. But yeah. you set it up that way. And you had all these other options that you could have done, but you did it the way that you set it up, and it's just fluid and fucking awesome. It's it's. I don't really have fantasies of Batmaning, but yeah. like if I did, I would. This would be it. Mm-hmm. This would just be like, man, I'm fucking wrecking dudes, and they yeah. fucking deserved it. Fuck all these guys. Yeah, <laughs> man. So, so uh, do the choices seem like they matter? Is is there a lot of like <laughs> the Penguin will remember this type stuff? There's or? some of that, and. There have been very specific moments where your choice has affected a thing. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it can affect what content you play. Like there will be a choice to either go to this place or go to that place. Mm-hmm. And you will go and do a scene in a location. And then you come back later and find out that this other thing has resolved itself. Yeah. Um, and you just walk up to the aftermath of it. Um, so it's still kind of the diamond shaped yeah, there's. A, I'm sure. Chapter it's, I'm at. Time. I'm at the furthest out, so yeah. I'm sure it's all going to come back together at the end because it has to. Otherwise, the next one would be insanely difficult. Mm-hmm. But I'm really enjoying it. I, I and one of the dumb things that I did, like, okay, one of the things that gives you at the beginning of the game is you can pick like the color hue that all your equipment is going to glow, like yeah. whatever the lights are. Yeah. So I was like, I'll pick purple because th- I'll be Saints Row Batman. That'll be yeah. dope. And then come to find out, it's fucking Troy Baker as batman Mm. so this is full-on batman and saints row for me i'm just going i'm just like (laughs) the saints have recruited batman to be Mm -hmm. on their team (laughs) or if you had like a batman solid pick yeah yeah i I, I give them a number one draft pick yeah so like you know you go into your bat computer and it's all just glowing purple and nice batmobile glows purple batmobile is a fucking transformer by the way i like it it's a sports car that just fucking turns into the batmobile and (laughs) It's really like cool. a regular guy's sports car. Yeah, it's oh. it's the Bruce Wayne car, and then oh. you're just like, hey, Batmobile, and then it just fucking tricks Ooh. out, and all of a sudden, it's. I thought Batmobile. you meant like from you know Batmobile Tank. I'm like, yeah, we've been there. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. It's just regular ass sports car, and then okay. all of a sudden turns into the Batmobile. Batmobile, hmm. really cool. I like it. So, so far, there's been no driving. I, I like that. Hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> I, I, so. I should give this a try. I, I at least got the f- first episode for free. So. I I think the first episode is probably the strongest of the ones I've played so far. Like it really is like. Oh, okay. I got to keep going here. Mm-hmm. This is like the way it ends is like, oh, all right. Yeah. 
Like they were very smart to give that first episode away for free. Yeah. I guarantee you that has Get sold some copies of the game. Yeah. So I wholeheartedly recommend this. Okay. Good deal. So. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going from games you can wholeheartedly recommend. Uh-huh. Then there's ReCore. <laughs> <laughs> there is ReCore. Yeah. Uh that's a game. Yeah, Black Friday got some dirt cheap codes mm-hmm. on ReCore. Mm-hmm. That's one of those uh, played on Win 10 or Xbox One. Yeah, yep. Games kind of like getting two copies for kind of one price. Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it definitely runs way better on PC, at least for me, because Xbox was a bit. Except the cutscenes. Did your cutscenes yeah, fucking freeze up on the PC? They didn't freeze up, but they, they were got down to like hitchy. six frames a second. It was fucking I, weird. I didn't have those issues, but I had issues with frame rate on like, the Xbox One for sure. I was like, how do you fuck play. up cutscenes on it? <laughs> there was another game I had like that where all the cutscenes were screwed, but the regular game was like crystal so clear. I'm trying to remember now, but. Wasn't it Batman? Wasn't it Arkham Knight? Oh, yeah, Arkham Knight. You're yeah. right. Yeah. It was like, what the hell are you people doing? Yeah. Or like recode. Nah. But no, but ReCore. <laughs> uh, ReCore is basically a late PS2, early 360 platformer game. Mm-hmm. But you play it now. <laughs> on this generation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, are, are you, you mean like in terms of design? Yes. Yeah, graphics okay. are... You know, the graphics look, it's it's a nice looking game, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, but it is very much like a third person platformer. This is Microsoft's knack. Yeah. That's all there is to it. This is their fucking knack. It's, it's, it's a game out of time. It's not a bad game. It's just not anything you would ever mention except for the fact that like they made it a console tentpole, you know, like there's no reason for both of these games to like. These would have been games that just should have been swept under the rug. Like, yeah, this is this is average. Some well, people would enjoy it. At least it when so they much. first released it, I believe it was forty dollars. Yeah, sure. So they didn't. They didn't like try and do the no, it was sixty dollars. Right. It, I, yeah. It I, did, I'll give them it that. It did launch as and, a B tier kind yeah, of thing. And I will say, it just it feels old, but it, you also feel the hand of like management poking into it because when you're playing that first level, there was one point where I believe there were six different pop ups on screen telling mm-hmm. me stuff to do. Like there are so much text on screen, yeah. That times you're just like, I don't fucking know what you want me to do. Every game needs to in like. First off, you don't have to include the screen. Just look at how many games I've played on said console. Like, make yeah. that data accessible, either PC or you know, all I I don't care titles. Just how many games has a person played? Eighty eight. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. They know how to fucking play game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, Here, here's we what's know different the right in our game. going to control yeah. the camera. Here's mm-hmm. what's different in our game. Yeah. Great, move forward. Right. Like, yeah, and and the the biggest mechanic that makes it unique is when you're attacking stuff, you wear it down to a certain point, and then you can click the right stick, and you'll basically start grappling to try and yank the core out of the robot that you're fighting. Mm-hmm. And there's a tug of war that happens where like it's literally the the core is sliding back and forth on the rope. Yep. And they don't tell you that when the rope flashes red, let go. That's one of the 50 pop ups mm-hmm. that tells you this. And I didn't know. And I kept thinking, oh, somebody, something hit me. So I didn't have it. Right. It wasn't until I happened to read one of them that said, oh, when it glows red, let off the stick and then pull it back down once it's a normal color again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously then it got way easier to do that part of it. But yeah. they don't tell you that. There's also some kind of move where, like, you can automatically use a core to just, like, defeat an enemy. Mm -hmm. And there was one big boss fight that I was supposed to do early on 
where I just happened to hit that button and it's like, oh yeah, you, you killed that thing. And I was suddenly like, I suspect that was supposed to be a better fight than I made it. <laughs> but it, it just feels like it's, it's, it's a very weird feeling game because a, it feels like a game way out of its time. Like it feels like a 10 year old game that suddenly here it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. it's, if, if this game had come out 10 years ago, people would be talking about it now, like beyond good yeah. and evil. Yeah. I'm saying most like, likely it's just, but it, it feels like that, but it also feels like a game that they pushed out the door. They're like, okay, just you've been working on this too long. Just fucking put it out. But it also feels like one that management tinkered with enough in the beginning, because it's just like, Oh my God, stop popping menus up all over this damn screen. <laughs> telling me what to do. Like, I don't need all these t- tutorials to, you know, to play a 3d platformer. Hmm. That's so, a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm. It's like so unremarkable of a game. Like, like I said, I the, think that's it, really it, the thing. Is it's, it's just like there's nothing to compel nag. you to keep playing it. Yeah. However, I mean, it was less than twenty bucks. So yes, Chuck Fine. It, it, it probably yes. Yeah. I mean, other than the glitchy cutscenes, which is, you know, like if you want to have a story and you're like, that yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but if you have a decent machine on Windows 10, that game runs pretty damn well. Yeah. I, I will I, say that. Oh, yeah. The, the game was running flawlessly. And like I said, the cutscenes came up. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how could you have just were rendering mm-hmm. this outside thing? And now I'm inside a ship in this little tiny area and you're stuttering like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I hear The Last Guardian has the same kind of problems where like open areas are fine. You get into a closed space and it just. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, it doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. So. Games um, are weird. They yeah. are. That's why I don't make games. Speaking of weird games. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so The weirdest of game. Finally. Finally got around to playing Super Hot. Super Hot. Super Hot. Super. <laughs> super Hot. Um, got it on PC. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have beaten Super Hot. Oh, I have not. Oh, yeah. oh dear. It's not that long. Hmm. It, it's probably maybe 30 levels, I think. Something like that. But it is... Uh, this is a game where time does not advance until you move or do an action with your character. Okay, that game, yeah. So it kind of becomes a little bit of a puzzle game, but mm-hmm. it also becomes a bit of an action game, sort of, like almost like an action game played in slow motion, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, the characters you're fighting are, it is very, like I was able to run it in, in 4K mode, you know, and just like have the, it rendered down to 1080p on my computer, but, you know, I could, crank it up and it did not hesitate in the least doing anything. Cause I mean, it's very, it, it looks kind of like mirror's edge. If mirror's edge was like straight up, like white, red, black, and that's it. Right. Yeah. And you know, red are enemies. White is just the general area and black is any object you can interact with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you can pick up like you, there's one point where you're in a pool hall and you can pick up cue balls and throw them at dudes. And you, you're, you are basically trying to kill everyone in the level before it lets you out. Mm-hmm. And then when you finish the level, it just starts saying super hot, <laughs> super hot at you huh. and, as it replays the level back. Okay. And you can edit like, the replay. Speed, yeah. Yeah. And you can edit. It's because you realize like each it. level you do is like 15 seconds long. Like yeah. when it plays out. Hmm. I, I had one that was 2.12 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was called elevator pitch, which mm-hmm. you are in an elevator with three guys with guns. Mm-hmm. You have to kill them, and then two men with shotguns are outside the elevator door. Okay. So it. Yeah, it plays out like punch, 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 pick yeah. up. Yeah, because ba- basically, like, if you get a gun, you only have three shots in it. 
shotgun, you only have two shots. And then the, uh, there's a machine gun that will fire like bursts yeah, of, I think of, of five, three. I think I thought it was three round bursts. It might be three. It might be five. I can't remember now, but, but you only get like four of those bursts. And then, but you can also throw your weapon at an enemy and stun them. That is the greatest. <laughs> I have so many chains of basically, and also when you punch a guy, he'll drop his weapon. Mm-hmm. So I have so many chains of me punching a guy, grabbing his gun and shooting him in the head, then chucking the gun at the next guy aiming at me, grabbing his gun that's flying at me in the air, and then shooting that guy in the head. And just, it's... The game has a way of making you feel just awesome. Yeah, it really does. Because you, cause you're dodging bullets as well, because you see the bullets coming at you. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, you have a way of, of moving out of the way unless you really screwed up. But um, it's it has a framing device. Yes. Which is basically the menu looks like an MS-DOS C-Prompt with, you know, like there's superhot.exe. Mm-hmm. There's like superhot.txt, which is like, oh, here's the description of the game. And it's basically presented to you as your friend sent you this cracked version of this game and you should check it out. And you actually, you can have text chats with them. And the way they handle it is basically just like you hit left and right triggers, you know, kind of like to simulate typing. Mm-hmm. And it types in the responses for you that, you know, they, so yeah. you can have these conversations. But Th- then it gets a little portally as far as like, yeah, it starts going crazy and. So yeah. it expands on its. Oh yeah, core it very idea. much starts to be like you start having glitches as you're playing the game, where you'll start going into an area and it's suddenly like it'll flash on the screen. It'll be like you shouldn't be here, hmm. and then it'll boot you out to the menu. And there's a point where it actually forces you to quit the game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like like you select anything you select from the menu will like turn Church. into ASCII flash garbage, red, yeah. and then it, eventually the only one left is quit.exe. Which, which actually quits the game. Which straight up quits the game, and then you have to come back in and start playing more. I think that's actually where I quit. I was like, this is a good point for me to quit anyway. Yep. So, but that's yeah. that thing. That's but then you go back in, and there are a lot more levels, and you get, eventually you get a mechanic where you can teleport into another body. Mm-hmm. So a guy will shoot at you, and just as the bolt's about to hit, you basically swap your body with his. So he's shot himself in the head. Oh. And then, but you can't like, it's not like you can just jump, jump, jump. You it, There's a recharge time on it. Gotcha. But yeah, once you beat the game, uh, it unlocks uh, an endless mode, and there's also a katana-only mode, which yields the awesomest replays on Earth ever. Okay. It that, that like The game is worth beating just to unlock katana-only mode, because it starts you with the katana. It's just like, all right, here are the levels in the game. Like, figure it out. So it's... It, it definitely gets a recommendation from me, that's for sure. It just... I like that it it evoked that whole like late 80s hacker aesthetic thing, you know, yep. the, the whole where's scene thing where it's basically like you're on chat boards and people are like, you know, like, hey, man, check this out. Mm-hmm. I think it's got an updated crack for it that unlocks new levels. You know, it's just, it's very. It may be menu of the year, if not ever, just yeah. because when you dig into some of those subfolders, there's like one, it's like bills and then you go and it's like finances and then eventually it's like porn dot. TXT or something like <laughs> TXT, like it's like six layer you know, levels deep, but yeah. there's there's like ASCII screensavers. Yeah, there's also know. a chat room you can log into, yeah. and um, like uh, it, there's a lot yeah. of good stuff. Like there's so much hidden in the menus, it's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's very much locked into that that late '80s almost VR like VR type thing. Mm-hmm. 
And which, yeah, and I've yeah. heard it is a VR game. Yeah, it is. I think I, on, yeah, it on just PC. came out. Yeah, I think I think PC only right now because it's, it's Oculus. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's not on PS4 at all. It's Xbox and PC only. Yeah. I could. I I wonder how they'll handle the. Well, I guess you can look around without it advancing the time. I think it does like super slow because yeah. I think I've actually been looking just looking around trying to figure out what was I was going to do next and got yeah. shot just because like I think like if you look around, you could like really slowly see mm-hmm. bullets moving towards you. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I will say jumping is not easy in that game because of the way the time moves. Yeah. But you can actually slow motion jump as well. It's just really tricky to pull off. Mm-hmm. But when you're in katana mode, sometimes you have to do that because you cannot traverse the level quick enough to avoid all the bullets without jumping on stuff. So yeah. I think one of my favorites is like, I'm sure the game was like, this is, you'll do this eventually. But like, I think honestly, like the first shot I took in the game, mm-hmm. bullets collided midair and that was an achievement or a trophy or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, seriously, I think the first time I pulled a trigger, mm-hmm. I was aiming right yeah, at a guy and it just went. Right into their yeah. bullet and they exploded in the air. Huh. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that one, probably should have happened. One thing that game trains you to do, though, is to aim for the body yeah. and not the head. Except I love the headshot yeah. notes that come up. Like, they've got really bad one-liner things sometimes mm-hmm. that come up. Yeah, they, they do. But but also, like, the bullets, your bullets take time to get there as well. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to lead guys quite a bit with your shot or else you can really screw up your level. But it, it's also got an instant restart. So it's a lot. It's just not. It, it's not as frustrating as you'd think it would be, though. There are some levels that are just like, how the fuck do you do this? You know, but eventually you get used to chucking your gun at a dude's face and then grabbing his gun. And just yeah, that was like that was fucking transcendent when I realized like that not only doing that was cool, but that, that actually like their gun just goes flying up into yeah. the air. And you're like, oh, I'll take that mm-hmm. head. well god some of the katana ones like basically throwing a katana at a guy and then warping into his friend next to him and grabbing the katana out of midair and then killing the other guy or just yeah like like, there's one level i think i think you start by a pool table where it's like the only thing within reach is is like a pool ball Mm -hmm. where you start by like picking that up and throwing it i want to say there was one like that or a coffee mug or something there's there's also in you know objects around the world you can pick up and chuck at Mm -hmm. people too yeah, and you can actually break their gun, too, mm-hmm. by throwing it at their gun. Yes. But you'd probably rather not do that because you want to grab their gun out of midair and then shotgun them or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I it's, really don't like shotguns in that game. They're, the scatter pattern is just random every time, which mm-hmm. it really is. But I mean, well, and that's when a, you're watching them go out in slow motion, it's like, yeah. that's even, like, it will go all the way around the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, God, really? Yeah. And, and I've also um, noticed that the levels are not like one script. Mm-hmm. the guys have a little bit of AI going on in that sometimes, you know, they'll go left, sometimes they'll go right. Like, like they will, they may spawn at the same point, but they won't always follow the same pattern because there was one level I retried because I wanted to get the killing three guys with one shotgun blast. Uh-huh. And like the, the last time I did it, I didn't have a shotgun, but they were lined up like, Oh man, I can just fucking murder these three dudes easily. And then the next time they scattered at coming out the door mm-hmm. after I, you know, after I got to that point in the level, I was like, well, shit, so yeah it's it is good game yeah it, it, super hot's definitely worth it and it's only like 20 bucks i think it's on xbox one it is i don't think it's on ps4 though it is not yeah but that is that is definitely a game worth playing it's 25 right now on xbox 25 really yeah uh it's still i'm sure it's gonna be one of those games that's always in sales yeah but honestly like 
unlock katana mode and then you'll keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> and and endless mode is pretty good too, but it gets hard because you're just like running out of bullets. I think I think well, I don't know about endless mode, but like having just a way to go play the levels would be fun because Yeah, you can. I like the narrative, but like every once in a while it's just like, "Oh god damn it, just I want to yeah. Do more shooty do. Get me to new. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you can also just select the levels oh, okay. on their own. Yeah. I think there's speed runs for it too. That, that sort of stuff. But yeah, it unlocks a bunch of different modes. It's what speed runs are like two minutes and 12 seconds or something like crazy like that. Cause yeah. Well, I mean, it's basically like you're just trying to get through the level in the, the shortest possible time. Right. So if you're going to say like with the real lifetime or oh, like, God, it, yeah. you know, like, yeah, like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, this game, yeah, like, like two I minutes said, and 40 there, seconds. There are some levels that are I've finished in less than, right. you know, like less than three seconds. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, no segue here other than a lot of white Forza Horizon <laughs> Speaking 3. Speaking of the opposite of hot. Yeah, Blizzard cold. Mountain. Super cold. <laughs> super cold. Yeah. Super cold. Super cold. Yeah. Yeah, Blizzard Mountain. Blizzard Mountain, Forza Horizon 3. Yeah, bought it's that expansion pack. first. Expansion. Yep, it's basically their rally pack. Yeah, it's just on a mountain, and there's a lot of blizzards that happen and snow and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yep. It warps you to a new area. You basically go to an airfield mm-hmm. and get picked up by a helicopter and yeah, transported. And then fucking dropped. Yeah, <laughs> dropped to your death. And you come to the mountain where there's snow blowing, like in the middle of a blizzard. <laughs> And their kangaroo hops by in mm-hmm. the front of the screen. I'm like, they don't live in the snow, do they? Mm-hmm. Oh, sometimes, you know. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I thought they were like desert animals, but. Uh, I, I think I, they're just reminding you I you're just love still that, in Australia. Yeah, I just love that bullshit. this kangaroo is like, what the fuck? As you come by yeah. swing on a, from a helicopter. It's kind of just for decoration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they drop you in and it's more, hey, boss. Beat everybody else on this. I just thing. I just googled kangaroo and snow, and there are pictures. There you go. Okay. So, I guess it does happen. It <laughs> sounds like they're kind of confused when it happens, but yeah, I would imagine they want to so. they want to get back to the warm part. But <laughs> yeah, huh. but yeah, I mean it's it's more more Forza three. Yeah, Forza Horizon three. It sure is. Um, and it keeps going. Let me tell you, as someone who has finished it. Oh, you finished all of it? I did. Well, ex- I mean, yeah. I know you th- found all the roads and everything like the first night. I finished all the races. Okay. So I've done all of, basically all it wants you to do. You can still go in and clean up a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and get three stars and everything, which fuck all. That's not happening. Yeah, they but, did. They did change it. It's not just like, hey, win the race. Yeah. It's you're not a, getting fans. You're getting star, you're collecting yeah, stars. There's a star for finishing the race. There's a star for winning the race. Mm-hmm. And then there's a star for like the first one. It's super. It's like do eight drifts and win the race. Yeah. And it's like. Pfft. They're weird, arbitrary stunts, mm-hmm. depending on what race you're doing. Um, I, I will just say that, like, like I was saying, as someone who has finished this game, it's or, or this expansion, it keeps go. Like, you will continue to unlock levels to get to this last, like Kingmaker. I think is the last race, which is basically a race around the mountain. Um, it is just one. You know, it's like you unlock the next thing, and twenty more things pop up on the map. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, dudes, chill. I can't see anything else on the mountain yeah. anymore. It's just icons everywhere. <laughs> so it you don't have to worry about being perfect in this because it gives you so many things to do. You could probably go through in one star everything and still pass it. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's it's a good chunk of content, let me tell you. I, well, that's a good thing. Man. I, I got to ask something. Do, did the settings... Like because going to the new area, do your settings revert or something like your race difficulty and assists and all that? 
because no does it seem easier no it seemed fucking harder okay yes like way harder like like i know there was that i complained back when we were originally talking about this about the rubber banding Mm -hmm. but this one there is like always one fucker whoever whatever friend it's like this is the person now you're gonna hate it's it's just always yeah eight car links in front of me and Mm -hmm. i don't care if i'm driving the most perfectly i've ever driven much less on snow i mean ever anywhere for and i cannot (laughs) catch up to them for me, both Musum and Green Capped were just the bane of my existence in this entire expansion. <laughs> okay, but, yeah, well, yeah, Green Cap was... I wasn't going to drop names, but yeah. since we are, that motherfucker... I know he has nothing to do with it, but that motherfucker... <laughs> well, he does, because right. he's a good driver, Well, his drivatar is good. I, I, I think that means fuck all, to be honest with you. I don't know. It, seems, it seemed to be very specific which avatars were doing well and which ones weren't. It does seem like they ramped up the difficulty. You may have to go in and change your assists a little bit. Okay. Uh... But I like as that game progresses, like it, for some reason, even though nothing is really changing for some reason, like the last, I don't know, 10 races or so are oh, just like I was on race one. Oh, and could not catch him. OK, well, really? yeah, I like the very first like I went and did the other shit that unlocked first. So like all I had to do was one star of the race to unlock yeah. the next thing. Right. Um, like because I had three star at the speed trap and you know, whatever other thing it was so the um, bucket list I think it was I and there's really never any reason that you need to unless you were just going for that three star everything I achievement have first place in every other race I've ever done in the game so like at this point like if you ain't first you're last I'm sorry make sure you've not you've got snow tires on your car I, oh absolutely yeah I, I'm just saying like yeah. I have had races where uh I think it does it automatically I don't think you can even choose snow oh snow you, you can totally choose cars without snow tires you totally can well, I thought that certain cars dumb. couldn't have snow tires equipped, but if the car can have snow tires, it automatically goes on them, right? Because like when but, I left, I went back to regular Fort to land because there <laughs> there's new barn finds. I guess they added with this. He does tell you that the yeah he's, he automatically, automatically does switches it. it. I think it's the cars that come with the expansion that are automatically equipped oh. with snow tires, but the rest of your your garage is available to you. But they don't. You have to specifically go to the the festival and put snow tires on. Maybe that's um, what I need to do, because, I mean, it seemed like no matter what I did, the cars that they provided me, I couldn't get them up, like, high enough. And, like, because I'm usually, like, rolling around with, like, a S2, like, mm-hmm. nine, you know, almost 900. I will say go for the A cars. Okay. Like, the S1s mm-hmm. and the S2s, those are those are more apt to leave you behind, and then that's it. Like you make one mistake and you're fucked because oh, that other car is so fast it's I, gone. I'm saying I wasn't making mistakes. No, no, I was challenging your gameplay. It's not my gameplay. I'm saying like that's what was frustrating is all of a sudden it seemed like I was driving these lines perfectly mm-hmm. and still could not catch them. Yeah, like and I even like had the thing going where I started in first place in the grid mm-hmm. and I still got past and it was like see ya bye. <laughs> it's like okay, mm-hmm. yeah. There, I, I, it is a little harder. All right. There were races where I came in dead last and was just like, well, okay. Um, All right. There are a couple cars with snow tires on them that are fucking garbage. Okay. Like, there's one buggy where it's just like, this thing can fucking go d- be dismantled now. All right. This thing is worthless. No um, Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but, it's you know, it's more Forza and it's in the snow. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. it's as good as Storm Island was. I think Storm Island's aesthetic was pretty cool. This is a little less so. I think, Mackie, you were saying there's too much blizzarding on Blizzard Mountain. <laughs> yeah, when I was just doing free roam, it felt like blizzards were coming up. 
all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like a whiteout. Like yeah. you have a lot of trouble seeing the road or anything ahead of you. Yeah. In those. I, I just didn't like it at all. The blizzards at night are worse. You yeah. you literally cannot see anything. And there's man, okay. They fucking lied on one of the the bucket list challenges. There's one of the ones that opens up maybe about halfway through that says it's easy. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. <laughs> it is lie. it is just basically here's a fast car get from point a to point b in a minute and a half or whatever holy god like if you s- go off the the driving line slightly forget it mm-hmm. like you will never hit that speed is it one of those where you just cheat and go directly through no, stuff no no there, like, there are some of those okay because like that was there was a couple of them where i was like hey do it this way and i'm yeah. like no i just no, go straight yeah. there no this one is very specifically drive this path because anything else is just terrain that oh, your car can't handle mm-hmm. but man it is un like the easy ones are never unforgiving this one is totally mismarked yeah like has to be so i, I had to go in and turn i never have the driving line on i just have the braking line mm-hmm. so i had to go in and turn on the driving line and just be like i am following this line and that got it to pop but yeah jesus <laughs> But it's good. I mean, it you know, it's a, it's about the size of as one of the festivals in the game. I would say, just it's another mm-hmm. section, and like I said, man, they just pop up a million icons on that screen. Yeah. So, but you know, I think for the discounted price, which uh, hopefully we all, yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's still yeah. good for like another week and a half yeah. or so. Hey, we we spent the money on the big, yeah, the, the big ultimate one where we thought we got everything, <laughs> right? So and they're like, well, we'll give you ten yeah. bucks off the expansion. But so, so I mean, this one worked out to be twelve fifty. So yeah, I've totally worth that to me. Yeah, yeah, so. it's, it's definitely a lot more content for a game that already had a boatload of content. So. Yeah, I I finished it and went back to the main world and I was like, oh my god, so many icons. What do I go yeah. do now? <laughs> so yep. But uh, real quick before mm-hmm. we move on to the next thing, uh, Burnout Paradise. Mm-hmm. They made it backwards compatible on Xbox One. Damn right they did. I played it. Yeah, for a while. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you said you played it like a couple years ago. And BG and I played it within the last six months. Yeah. And you were talking about it being 60 frames a second. We're like, no, nah, it was only 30. That yeah, game got, 60 frames a second. Yeah. You guys were like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That that game when you're running is like, holy fuck, this is fast. Yeah. And yeah. it's smooth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I don't know what black magic they did on that game. But that, yeah. And it runs great on Xbox One. Yeah. I'll say that. And I believe it's free with gold right now. Yeah, I haven't. Yes. I don't think I've actually picked it up because I haven't gotten. I, I already man, they, bought it. They really, <laughs> yeah. really need to just do the whole fucking month and not this like in the second half of one yeah. month and the first half of this month. Check back twice a month so you don't lose yeah. anything. Yeah, that's dumb. Hey, Larry Herb, Xbox Live Major <laughs> Nelson, yeah. knock that shit out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they really we, do we need appreciate to do, like, free games and stuff. Yeah, but they do need to just out. do. This is your October game. Yeah, yeah. seriously. The, the, this is the just. Yeah, I, I just need to know first Tuesday of every month. Yeah. Like, I log into both things and get games. Yep. Not like, oh yeah, remember to come back in two weeks. Yeah, I've, I know I've missed shit on the Xbox. Well, hell, there should just be a toggle. Like, if you're an Xbox Live Gold, oh, yeah, just like, you should shit. just have like a switch that says, as soon as it goes up, give it to me. Yeah, yeah. give it to me, baby. Yeah, yeah. I, apparently, at some point, I bought. Uh, Burnout Paradise because I, I had the disc out and everything and yeah. then I went to the the things like uh, you know games to install or whatever mm-hmm. and, I was, and it was like oh Burnout Paradise I was like oh right then I think at one point it was like three dollars yeah and you and I were like you know what yeah for three yeah we should probably just have it mm-hmm. so I think we bought it for the eventuality that it might come yeah. to backwards compatibility well, because a year ago the guy the Criterion Twitter account was like yeah it's coming mm-hmm. and we're like yeah. okay took them long enough but, <laughs> but yeah but that that game still runs 
great. That game is still great. Mm-hmm. And what about DLC? Does it just give it to you when you get these things? If you have bought it already. Yes. Oh, okay. So when you get these, you'll games, get the you'll get the gold. patch that was like the bikes and that sure. stuff. Yeah, but like the ge- I think the games with gold ones come with the DLC. I thought they did with the 360 stuff. I think the backwards compatibility. Maybe I'm thinking of the EA Access stuff. Yeah, There's EA some... Access gives you, but no, it doesn't always give you the DLC with the games. There are, there are some games where they made them free, like Forza Horizon One. Yeah, they made it's all the delisted. D- yeah, yeah, they made all the DLC free, but uh, other ones you have to have owned it. Yeah for it to show up in your to be installed list. I, I definitely know there are some games that I had and didn't have any of the DLC and got it. Mm-hmm. And I know like others, like you were saying, Ob- Oblivion, you had to install like a second disc. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I had the game of the year version. Yeah. Which I might as well, if we're doing backwards compatibility. Sure. I, I booted up Oblivion mm-hmm. because, I, and I have the game of the year edition. Mm-hmm. That was the two disc one that the second disc had uh, Shivering Isles and Knights of the Nine on it. Mm hmm. You basically have to run the game from that disc in order to access that DLC. If you switch back to the main disc, it if you doesn't... switch to the main disc, it will tell you you have content that was not, you know, content is not installed. Something like that, where it's right. like, hey, you you won't be able to use this stuff in the game because the DLC is not there. That's not so bad. Yeah, it's not terrible, but it, it's I mean, not it's, ideal. It, it basically means I could give someone my disc one and they'd be able to play the game. Yeah, yeah. but that kind of yeah. works out actually. Oblivion, man. <sighs> That game's 10 years old, mm-hmm. and it looks it. Oh. But I, it's just amazing to think how many hours. Because I booted up my save, and it had 165 hours on it. But I will say, like, that game, there's something about, like, I booted up in the middle of, like, a dungeon area or something where, like, there's this strange feeling about how they designed, like, the underground areas and the mm-hmm. lighting and stuff where it's just, like, it feels like you've come into this ancient place that's been abandoned for ages like and nothing with a with brain function lives there. You know, it's like everything there is just like animals that attack. Right. It there's a weird feeling about like in that game that I just don't feel like anything's captured otherwise. Mm-hmm. Of like this whole like just feeling almost like an archaeologist, where you just you find these cool cool areas of just like ancient stuff. Yeah. And did something that game excelled at, but man, that game's aged poorly and the controls like i i i couldn't figure out where everything was and like you know hitting b was your inventory (laughs) and i was just like this fucking bizarre yeah hey at the time at the time that was the shit yep god like i still like like just knowing that you could go anywhere on that map after you came out of that sewer is still one of the most amazing experiences I've had Wait, in a game. Which one are we talking about? Uh, the Obl- first Oblivion. Oh, Oblivion. Or, or not first Oblivion, but yeah. the first 360 one, Oblivion. Yeah. Because I never played Skyrim, but, you know. Yeah, it, okay. It, it was just, it was such a crazy feeling in that game. But anyway, Go, that, that runs pretty we, well on... You know, someone's trying to do uh, remake that game in uh, the Skyrim engine. Oh, Jesus. Like the definitive, like the... Yeah. Like the cleanup one, because I, I remember mm. the weirdest thing was like, hey, go to this store. And like the textures were so low on the signs. It was like, what the fuck does that say? Now, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. or, or everyone like four voices. Yeah. Four voice actors total. And then Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't Sean Bean. The was it Sean Bean? That was the prince in the Maybe. game. Who's like the part of the main plot. Sure. I think it was him. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even I never beat the main plot. So I don't even know if he dies early or what. Wait, you put 160 hours in that and you didn't beat the main plot? Nope. Okay. Yeah, did everything else. It is Sean Bean, yeah. Yeah. Terrence Stamp. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Man. Oh, Malcolm McDowell's in that? Yeah, uh-huh. that's yeah. pretty cool. It's Iron Man. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got a new corner here. What? Oh, well, yes. Kind of impromptu Once. corner. One time. Exclusive we'll have this to this episode. Yeah. I can't see this corner coming back. Yeah. Battle corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Battle corner. Battle corner. Um, Such a weird. So on <laughs> Black Friday or thereabouts in that, that realm of all the sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We got copies of Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. For like I'm, 20 bucks. I'm just going to run through everything. because I didn't do this on purpose, but it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. I, I already had Battlefront, but we got deals. It sucks because now we realize they just changed the price to be that ongoing now. Yeah. But we thought we were getting a deal on Ultimate Edition Battlefront with the mm-hmm. season pass for 30 yeah. bucks. We we're like, shit, yeah, that's a deal. <laughs> Turns out that's the new digital price and we can yeah. just have that shit digitally. Yeah. But oh, well. I digress. Mm. Um, I, in, again, did not mean for this, but I end up picking up a copy of Battlefield 1 as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And also Battleborn finally hit the, ah, oh, fuck it, please just buy me price. <laughs> so I did. And then only when they were like all sitting there having arrived to my house, I went, I bought three goddamn games with the word battle in them, didn't I? <laughs> Got all that battling. Yeah. Boy, the Amazon so, robots are really like, hey, this guy likes to <laughs> This guy likes to no, battle. I fucked, I fucked that up because remember I got Battleborn from uh, Best Buy. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Where they were didn't have, didn't even have a section for PC games anymore. Oh, that you was to, a, yeah. Despite like I'm walking around like Christ. All right, it says you have two or three of them in stock. Where the fuck are they? And I'm walking all the way around. Finally, I stop a guy. I'm like, this says you have three in stock. They're like, oh, we do. Yeah, they're in the back. We we don't really have a spot right now for PC games. Like, yep. they, so there really was a case of something in the mythical back that wasn't out the on first the first time that's ever yeah. happened yeah exactly do you have this in the back yeah, yes we do yeah we just haven't figured out what to do with the pc <laughs> yeah, games they're right next to our nintendo classics yeah, yeah. Hmm. um but anyway let's talk about battlefront for a second because now we have mm-hmm. we we i think we all four now have the full i waited Star Wars a week. package <laughs> you waited a week i waited a week to buy the cheapest one yeah i i wasn't gonna get it i was like 30 dollars. no fuck it and then it was like Black Friday was twenty dollars, and I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll oh, yeah. get that. So wait, you got the ultimate edition though for twenty? Yeah. Oh. Although then this week it was like thirteen dollars at Best Buy. So oh my god. Now, uh, now I'm with you guys. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm mad because I would have spent thirty dollars on the digital copy, so I don't have to go yeah. hunt the disc. Now. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, um, Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront. That is one gorgeous ass game. That game, it like, I'm amazed that game looks that good. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it, it's just it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, just running on a PS4 and just looking that crisp and that smooth and just so it, fresh and so clean. It is. It's an amazing looking game. And yeah, having all the DLC kind of I can it makes it a lot easier as far as like I know when the game first came out, everyone was pissed that there just wasn't that much content in there. Mm-hmm. And now it certainly feels like it, you know, but I could see like even people that bought the season pass in addition to all that, it feels like there's, there's not a ton in each little pack they put out. Yeah. I mean, if you're hungry for maps, they're, they're there and they did add some new heroes Mm -hmm. to it, but either you play a heroes only match or you're goddamn lucky or you're really good at the game. You're not going to see the heroes that often. Like, I mean, not on your standard play styles. Mm -hmm. Um, I say that, and then like today, I, I finally fired up. I I realized like I I played a couple games, and I was just saying, ah, put me in a game. I didn't really care, and I didn't realize you could just very easily say, 
no, I want to play the new content. Give me game modes only with that content. So I did that mm-hmm. and played the new Rogue One Scarif missions and then also some Death Star stuff. And immediately I was like, okay, I, I especially appreciate the Death Star levels because mm-hmm. there's such a contrast because... I'll be honest, like I, I have a I have a real tug of war about Battlefront in my head. Like I really, really want to like Battlefront because it's like playing Star Wars, Star Wars figures with your with your friends when you're a little mm-hmm. kid again. However, the reality is there's a bunch of fuckers that sit all the way across the map and snipe you and are just too goddamn good at that. Yeah. Or there's like that fucker that's hiding behind the palm frond that you just can't see them. Mm-hmm. Because that's the problem with like the the cover, you know, the vegetation in that game is it's so good and there's so much going on that it, it's like it almost looks too realistic and people are so hard to see. Yeah, like because people take advantage of that. Like, and the Death Star level is suddenly like, nah, I know what the fuck a stormtrooper looks like, and when it comes running at me, or vice versa, the rebel dude. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm standing here on this shiny metal floor, I can see them and I can shoot at them. And you know what? When I can see you, I'm pretty good at shooting dudes. Yeah. Like suddenly my score went from like five and 25 to like at least 50, 50, mm-hmm. you know, like suddenly just, just that fact of like, I am now on a level where I can see everything Yeah, that, that changed the whole game for me. But yeah, but it's, it's your standard multiplayer thing where there'll always be that one guy who's just like, God, I got killed by him again. Yes. Because I, there was one, we were doing one of the uh, Outer Rim maps, one where you have this, there's a cart that basically you have to activate and have it get, make it through the level, mm-hmm. you know, and then the other team's obviously trying to stop you from getting it there. And I swear, I, I died 15 times and I'm pretty sure 14 of them were the same guy. And I was second place on my team because I was actually doing well Yeah. in a, it, you know, in a multiplayer shooter for once. And, but all my deaths were this one guy who had like some insane number at the end of the match. And I'm just like, yeah, play another game guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand like getting good and having fun being that good at a game, but Holy God, it was just, it was oppressive feeling. It yeah. was just like, Oh my God, yes. you killed me again. Seriously. The, the space part, um, in the Scarif, like when you're trying to open up the shield, I didn't play that one. Okay. So like, I only there, I only played the ground missions on Scarif, and man, I wish they had put the tower in in the background, but they didn't. Well, this one I think had it there. Oh, like, really? So I think there's more than one map in that okay. area or something. Because like this one was like a three stage thing. Like so, first you were trying to escort the E wings to. I know I'm talking a little bit about the plot of Rogue One, yeah. but whatever. You're escorting some things to like blow up like. It's funny because it's basically the shield thing that's in Spaceballs. Because <laughs> like <laughs> they have the shield around the planet with like a little hole that opens yep. up and lets things through. And I'm like, that's fucking Spaceballs, guys. You know that, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, so like you're doing that and it's, you know, space combat. And then you land and then it's like, get over here, get, you know, information and bring it back. And it's like a three-stage thing where it's, you know, two of, one of them is space and one of them and two of them are ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, as I was saying, I'd never see the heroes. I mean, that one was just like... Boom! There's Jen Urso like running in front of yep. me. Like, follow her. <laughs> like, let's let's go. Um, but that one was just kind of weird. It was like I, maybe it's because it's new. They were maybe I don't know if they have like little tweaks where like, hey, this is new content. Let's mm-hmm. have the heroes spawn more than they normally do. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't put them past it. I will say I this. Put that past them, but. I, I probably picked a good weekend to be playing a Star Wars game. Yeah, the weekend that the movie came out because like it, 
getting a match was no oh, problem yeah, yeah. whatsoever. It didn't matter. Like even, even I, I didn't get to play any Bespin, but like even the outer rim stuff, there were people still playing those, which mm-hmm. I actually kind of, I think I liked those maps the best. It was kind of like going through Jabba's palace yeah. type thing. That one was pretty sweet. The Death Star one, I really liked the look of that level, like you were saying. Yeah, I like the I like the Death Star stuff a lot. I mm-hmm. I honestly haven't. I didn't it. like the space combat though in Death Star because it was basically just a big open area where you're. Just... Oh, that's what I was originally going to say when you talk about the guy that has like the target on you. Mm-hmm. Um, is I far, I started off in the space combat and I was like, fuck yeah, space combat, let's do this. Like, and I was doing okay. Like I was I took out like three Tie Fighters. All of a sudden I was like, oh, I got shot by Super Dude one two three. Okay, cool. And then I was like, fly out again. It was like you were shot by Super Dude one two three. And all of a sudden it was like eight fucking kills by that guy yeah. in space. And I was like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> like what the hell? And yeah. And, and it's like that stuff that reminds me why I just don't enjoy multiplayer because there's always somebody with more time than you. Yeah. And that guy will always find you and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, nobody else. Like I, I was, I was, I was, I'll be honest. I was a, having a lot of fun. Cause like I realized the strangest thing about modern day multiplayer is like almost every game mode boils down to some classic game mode. They just call yeah. it something different. Yep. And when I realized that we were essentially playing capture the flag on the Death Star level, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I get this. Because is that the one with the droid where you have to escort it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it was just like, go over here, get this thing, carry it over back to your thing. I'm like, let's capture the flag. All right, okay. let's go. Um, I, I, I don't think I actually got over to see if it was a droid or not. Yeah. The, the droid might be the whatever the one with the payload basically. Mm pushing it that might be about the droid mode yeah. was because a lot of them I, I end up jumping in mid-match and going yeah. i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> yeah and I, I do like that they'll pair you up with somebody else and yeah, that you yeah, can spawn start, on that person that's cool and also you can select their cards you know mm-hmm. that like their power up so if they've unlocked a bunch of cool shit you can actually use their layout and you know so now you have grenades and a jetpack and you know ion grenades and whatever yeah so i i'll, I'll give it more chances but man like there's certain things about it, like like the people that have just figured out like where to hide because you just can't see them. I'm like, is that really fun? Like, are you having fun, dude? Like mm-hmm. hiding behind that stump that is kind of buggy and just waiting for people to walk by is is yeah. that fun for you, guy? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They love it because their numbers get higher. That's right. Their makes the numbers go up. So yeah. I don't know, man. There's it takes all kinds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean is it like people like gold farming your your battlefront levels or something? Yeah. Like, I'll just we know the glitchy spot. Let me hide there, and you know mm-hmm. you'll get sixty kills and no deaths. Yep, and you'll get the level yeah. one twenty faster. I don't know what the fuck the know. levels are anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know something was like you have to be level ninety before it unlocked. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like, I don't know if I can play. Yeah, that I game. just want to unlock hut contracts. <laughs> That's yeah. like at twelve. Yeah. Yep, but uh, what'd you think of Battlefield One? Ah, uh, Battlefield 1. Okay, so Battlefield 1. I, I played a little bit of the multiplayer. Um, like, it, it's fun. And I, it, It's strange because, like, my my peak multiplayer time was right at Battlefield 1942 mm-hmm. and the original Counter-Strike. I mean, that is, like, that is my time. Like, those are my, like, still all-time, I've had the best time playing mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of things out there. And Battlefield... Battlefield is like never fully recaptured that for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, there are things I like in a lot of them. Um, Battlefield One feels closer 
just because it is like slower tanks and things like that, it's it feels more like Battlefield 1942 just because of the speed everything moves. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's a little bit to the detriment of the just the size of the game. Um, like, I understand people are, are mad when things like Overwatch are like, it's six on six and no higher. And, you know, and people are like, no, we can do 64 on 64 mag. We can do 128 on 128. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what that means? That means there's a lot of dudes running around in all directions just being shitheads. Yep. Like, even if 10% of the people playing the game are shitheads, they're the guy just running around like they will take 10 minutes to run around the edge of the map to come around behind you and shoot you in the back mm-hmm. when there's no logical reason that an yeah. enemy should be where they are like running from your base and that that's kind of battlefield in a, in a nutshell to me <laughs> like nowadays is there's just always dudes coming at you from all sides even though like the main battle will be very clearly like us versus them across a bridge or something um, so I don't know if that's ever going to get better for me. I mean, it's still the the potential for fun is definitely there. Much like I think Battlefield Four and this have are the closest. Like Hardline, I, I don't know. There's just there wasn't really anything about Hardline I I liked. Period. Uh-huh. Um, so like I'll give it more of a chance. And the 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 one thing I have to say is like fucking hell ea like fix your goddamn menus like (laughs) you are one of the three biggest game companies on the planet Mm -hmm. and you're telling me you can't make menus like (laughs) nope menus like it should be such a simple thing like just like i i hate to continue to do the comparison between call of duty and battlefield but they they warrant it because they're both vying for your shooty dudes dollars every year indeed um in call of duty you can unlock a new gun or skin or whatever and mid game or between matches which is 60 seconds i think on average Mm -hmm. go in there recustomize your loadout save the gun and be back in the match with time to spare Mm -hmm. easily you can't do that in, in battlefield not because you're you don't know what to do or where to go, but because the menus take so fucking long to progress between one and the other. Like, <laughs> no. it's like everything is running on cloud servers that are jammed up all the time instead of your own local machine. Like yeah. every action. Like it took me like two minutes to quit a match one time. <laughs> like I, I I was done with the match and I just wanted to get back to the main menu, open a battle pack, and get the fuck out of the game. Mm-hmm. And it took me like two minutes of like, please wait, we're quitting. And I'm like. Yeah, quitting, I mean, quitting some Battlefront matches did that to me, too. Yeah, where and, it's like, why does it take so long to just boot me out of a match? Yeah. It's not that hard. And, and, and to be fair, Battlefront's menus are better, like way better yeah. than Battlefield 1's. Like, it's weird, like I, how broken they feel. That, I, I don't know, just mm-hmm. fix your fucking menus. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> there are people that do it well. Like, you can hire them, EA. I, yeah. You can consult with them at the very least. Mm-hmm. You can have their understudy come on. Anyone, anything would be better than what you're doing now. Battlefront is bad. Battlefield is worse, and that's very frustrating. <laughs> like just just for simple navigation. However, I've I've shat all over the bad parts about Battlefield. The, the story mode is fucking awesome. Like yeah. the the story mode is really good, and the the coolest thing that story mode does is it has basically five chapters. I think I, mm-hmm. I I could be wrong on that, but vignettes. Yeah, and and that's exactly what they are. Like Battle Battlefield for a while now has basically done that like, multi-character 
Like, let's not delve too deep into somebody's story. We'll just jump between protagonists throughout mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one splits it up in the, in the smartest way possible in that each one is almost like a little Band of Brothers episode. And I understand the difference between World War One and World War Two. people. Don't correct me on that. Good. I'm just saying <laughs> that's what it feels like where there's maybe less Band of Brothers because that was more like there's still an, an overarching story, but we're, like this episode is going to focus very heavily on this one person and these events mm-hmm. for this one thing, and then it's over and we're on to the next mm-hmm. like battle or siege or yeah. shit thing that happened in a war. Um, and that's exactly how these play out is like, Inside each chapter, there's little things that you do through the life of this person in in war, and then you start on and you're like onto a new person with in a whole new set of battles that they went through, and that the framing it for us is so good, like it's just so well done. So it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of mini story modes. Yeah, and like the the intro is like gonna throw you because I'll be honest, like the intro is like you're gonna play a lot of dudes that are gonna get killed because it's trying to paint how shitty war is. Sure. So like every level is like. You're this person born, you know, uh, 1878 in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And like you're playing and you're like, all right, I'm this guy. What are we doing? Bam. And it's like 19 or 1878 (laughs) to 1912. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, and then the next thing you know, like like you're popping up in a new place. And it's really just trying to like show you like lots of dudes died. And, you know, here's how many stories and how many bookends we had in war. And, and it's actually, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm making jovial noise in my voice, but, you know, it's, it's, it paints a, 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 a apt description of war. Yeah. And, um, and then it kind of takes you through like several instances of, of shit battles that people just, lots of people died. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then eventually that's kind of like the prologue, like we're leading into here's war as hell. And now start into a story where you're going to play the same guy throughout mm-hmm. this chapter. And man, that framing device is good. Especially that first one. That first one is a solid one, so it, it drops you in, in, into a good spot. And I haven't I haven't played them all yet, but they are yeah. like that's the thing is like when I start one, I, I I'm trying to find where I have time because I want to finish a chapter, stop, go you know do something else, come back, and I want to do whole chapters at a time. And right. I haven't had like the four hours it took me to do the first chapter again. Yeah. Maybe not that long, but it was it was a while. Like. But yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, the games. There's all these discounts. You you should get this game if nothing else, but for the single player. I mean, forget the fucky multiplayer menus. <laughs> the single player story is quite good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Last battle. It's a battleborn. The final battle. <laughs> Battleboard. I have a whole lot less to say. That's why I put it last. Um. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever met a game with more. I know I was just bemoaning the like don't teach me how to play game aspect of game earlier, but I don't know that I've ever met a more obtuse game as far as what the fuck you're supposed to be doing in a game than Battleborn. Like once you're in it and you kinda and it kinda clicks, it's a decent little game. Um it's weird that they they being gearbox were like let's do all the framing of a Borderlands game, but not make a Borderlands game mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like bosses come out and they, they're not quite so like ah, at the camera as Borderlands, <laughs> but they like come out and have like the same kind of like, you know, like kind of like name on the screen thing as, as Borderlands does, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have the little jokes at the end typically, but has that kind of sensibility. It has the exact same presentation thing. And it's, it's just weird because man, they just dump a shitload of characters of you at you all at the beginning. 
I know you can't play them all, and like you're supposed to want to play more to unlock new people, but like I just think I just think they 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 bit off more than they could chew with this game. Like I don't think this game is interesting enough to make you play it as long as they want you to play it to get all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the biggest thing I can say about it. And to that end, I mean, I kind of got in it, played like the first two missions, realized just how many characters there were and how many upgrades that were like independent to characters. And I was just like, you know what? I, I played through Borderlands with like five, six, maybe even seven on pre-sequel, like when all of a sudden done characters and, and leveled them all up just to kind of see what they could do. I don't want to do it with 28. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, I know it's not, it's not as grind as intensive as, as Borderlands and there's lots of ways to quasi cheat in Borderlands, but um, yeah, I was just like, it actually kind of like anti made me want to play it. Like, I mean, it was just like, <laughs> like actively, it was like, <laughs> I mean, it was just like, here's too much. Yeah, no, like I, no, I don't. Nah. Like why even why even start? Like that's, that's just kind of that attitude. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like jumping into Eve Online now, where you're like, you you fire it up and you're like, what all's happening? Nah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like just yeah. that's too much. Yeah, there's no way. I I mean I could catch up and get there, but nah. <laughs> that's, right. that, that's, that's kind of about it. That's kind of nah. battleborn because like there's a lot to like about it, but man, just like opening up is just like guys, I. I this is not the one game. This is not the, <laughs> this needs to be like a 20 hour game at best and, and move on at best. Like, and not, not a devote, you know, this is not like replacing Dota. Like it just seemed like they tried to wear all kinds of hats. Like there was, this is going to kill Dota and hero shooters like overwatch. And it also crazy gun of th- collecting like borderlands. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it just watered down versions of all that. But hmm. I, I, I will say I really like the opening cinematic stuff like that is cool as hell. Like I, yeah. I wish that had been in a more fun game. Cause like it, it has like heavy metal, the movie vibe to it. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I know that changes style, but like specifically like um, Dar and shit like that from it, you know, like the like you know fucking cock rocking hero thing, you <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah, it had that vibe to it, you know, early on, and I don't know, I, I guess it was trying to introduce characters, but there's a lot of them just like I don't care, like I don't so care. So is it any characters girl. like from like Borderlands or anything? No, that no, you recognize. No. So it's all it's original. all original peoples. Yeah, hmm. like yeah. they tried to craft a whole world and. Do you think that if that if Overwatch had not come out already this year, that this game would be doing better? Better, not exceptional. Yeah, at all. Like Overwatch. I mean, it just feels absolutely. like Borderwatch. Over Overwatch just came out and took its lunch. Oh, absolutely. Like it, yeah. it just fucking mugged it. Oh yeah. It it somehow put a locker in or put a toilet inside the locker and gave it a swirly like while walking <laughs> yeah. it in the in the locker like at the same time. <laughs> But the comparison's not really fair. Like they're they're yeah. really actually quite different games. But but yeah, aesthetically, like like from everything I've seen, I would not know the difference. Screenshot screenshots look the same, and with both of them having one word titles, and both of them coming out around the same oh, time. Oh yeah, they were like within a week or it two. It was like well, Overwatch put out their beta the day yeah. Battleborn mm-hmm. launched. Yeah. Like, that was like the biggest. Oh, you want to copy us? Yeah. Well, here, taste this dick, asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair. They straight up work because I mean you know Blizzard was working at Overwatch for like eight years. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they don't half-ass anything. Yeah, you know, and there was somebody who started work on that at, at minimum eight years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, I know. Yeah, but 
and everyone, you know, obviously knows what Blizzard's doing because there's spies everywhere in the games world. But again, I'm not I'm not trying not to apples to apples it because it's not. And but Overwatch did so many more smart things. I mean, number one, it's made by Blizzard, so it's a tighter mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. period. But they were just like, you know what? We're not here for the number of characters. We're here for good characters. And I think Battleborns is like, you know, more characters. Yeah. <laughs> what about Slappy Jenkins time? Put him in. <laughs> <laughs> What's he do? He just slaps people. <laughs> he's a zombie and he slaps people. <laughs> All right, he's in. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it just it seems like everything in, in Overwatch is so well thought out that Battleborn is like everybody coming to the table like, what about yes? What before you even say it? I like your moxie, kid. Put him in. <laughs> Real quick, just. Like so, it's ten bucks on Amazon right uh-huh. now. Is it worth ten bucks? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I will say, like Overwatch doesn't have a single player component, and this does. Okay. I mean, this has a story mode. All right. So there is that. If that, if if you were like, I want to play Overwatch, but I don't like playing with people. Okay. <laughs> Maybe give Battleborn a try, but. Overwatch is just better in every way. Like, I would just rather see you play Overwatch because okay. Overwatch is like the FPS for people who aren't good at FPS. Like, oh, you can be mm-hmm. good at other stuff. Okay. Like, there there are things for you to do. You can be a support class or, you know. Gotcha. There are things you can do. You can just stand there and be a good tank, oh, you know. Uh, yeah. And just get good at that. Okay. You know. <laughs> I'll do that then. Yeah, Battleborn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. let's take a break. Yeah. Welcome back, second half. Hey. 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 <laughs> We've lost the capacity that's, to speak. Motherfucking video game podcast. That's what we Fuck do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Rock Band Rivals. Mm-hmm. I yeah. finally got my USB adapter for my drums. Oh. Ooh. And it works. <laughs> Yay. The, hooray. <laughs> uh, apparently, in all the moving and everything, I lost my drum throne. Oh. So that's not fun. Do you have that, to stand? No. I, I sat on the edge of my couch, which is just a recipe for crippling back pain <laughs> and, would, and also when you do don't that. do something for three years you get bad at it that is you're true. not good at all yes so yeah mm. i was i was having some trouble but okay but it felt good it still felt good to be back playing <laughs> playing that game and playing drums again welcome back yeah and our rivals crew is up to six now yeah Ooh. people yeah. keep joining yeah it's i like a hot it. crew yeah we're gonna have harlow over here in a few yeah he's gonna be in because I won a contest. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we are just we are winning contests. I, we can't get anyone to send us games for review, but we can sure win them in contests. Yeah. I I, I took second place in the Rock Band Green Day contest. Nice. And uh, got a bunch of stuff. Did you have the time of your life? I did. And good riddance. So so you're gonna <laughs> ha, ha. <laughs> So you're gonna give me that. You're gonna give me the code for the one Green Day song. Yes. Since you've already bought it, uh-huh. Harlow's gonna take the uh, the rivals expansion. Code. Yep. Code. And I'm going to fuck around with that new foldy guitar. Yeah. So. Yeah. The blue one. Yeah. Cool. 
What are, you gonna, what are you going to do if they send you a digital copy for the base game? Are you going to use that? Th- th- no way. If they're going to send a physical guitar, they're just sending the boxed item. Oh, okay. So, yeah, codes will be in the box. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It might come in a brown paper box. Trust me. They got a lot of games left. Okay. <laughs> they got some games left. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. But there are four spaces still open. Mm-hmm. So we're going to join our crew, join No Quarters. Shit. Yes. Save me a space. And uh, I'm glad that you have the ability to drum now because as it turns out, drums get the most points and really? if you don't have a drummer you're fucked that's all i do yeah that's all i do is drum so all i do like is you drum, can do drum, expert drum, guitar drum. expert bass expert vocals but there just aren't enough notes to cover mm-hmm. as many notes as you get playing drums so yeah. if you don't have a drummer you are fucked in rock band rivals too many yeah. notes yeah so get yeah. in there and drum and i've been doing some singing yeah singing's the easiest one because i just plug in a microphone and i'm like all right i'm good yeah you just make noise boot it up <laughs> No, you actually sing. Turn a fan on. No, that just, they, they've had surprisingly few songs that you could do that way. Okay. They've gotten better about it. Okay, good. But no. Good. It, yeah, I like it. Uh, another thing I like. Uh-huh. game called Inside. Oh. From the makers of Limbo. Oh, you played Inside. Oh, Inside. Yeah. What do you have um, that on? Xbox One. Oh, damn it. Oh. What? He was hoping you had it on Steam. Oh, sure no. was. <laughs> sure was. Um, did you play Limbo? I did play Limbo. This is basically Limbo. Cool. This is kind of like the Dishonored 2 to Limbo, except the story doesn't continue, but it's like, here's all the same mechanics. Like, this is this world functions the same way. This is just a, sto- a different story in a different place with a lot more color to it. Hmm. Than, well, you know, obviously than Limbo, because that was strictly black and white and gray. But it is the same uh, feeling. Mechan- it, it almost feels like, Limbo was the dry run for this game mm-hmm. because there are a few more mechanics that happen at, along the way. But in general, it's basically like you got a jump button, you got a grab button and you can move and go from there. Okay. But they, it, they dump you in in the same way where all of a sudden you're just kind of like, there's very little menu and all of a sudden you're crawling out from the left side of the screen and run to the right. And bad shit is going to start happening quickly and figure your way through it. And uh, by the end of the game, that game goes completely batshit insane. <laughs> like, I I don't want to spoil anything in it, obviously, because I think it's worth playing. But that game appears to have a lot to say. But what it's saying, it's so obtuse about that I I'm not entirely sure what what their point is, but yeah. it's still it's still interesting to play through by the time you get to that point. Mm-hmm. And there there are, are two endings. Uh, there's the main one where if you basically just keep progressing through the game, you get it. There's uh, a separate ending, which is basically when you find all the little hidden hidden areas in the game. There's it's it looks almost like a little like the broadcaster for a planetarium type thing, like a little globe with lights coming out of it and you shut them down mm-hmm. and you, there's, I think there's 12 of them in which are all tied to the achievements in the game. And yeah, if you destroy all those, uh, you unlock a certain area that you can get to where, well, you have to do something else to unlock it. And that leads to a separate ending to the game that kind of makes things a little more clear, but I do not suggest doing that ending under any circumstances before beating the regular part of the game. 
like if you're an achievement hunter and you're just like, oh, I'm going to follow this guide and do that. Right. Don't do that. Okay. Like play through the game first and then you can, you know, you can do a chapter select and get all the, all the hidden things going back. Hmm. But it's, it is definitely a game worth playing, but that it goes some weird, weird places. But it's also, it's, you know, it, to me, it also kind of highlighted the difference between games and movies, you know, and how we're always talking about, oh, well, games want to be like movies and all that. But to me, that showed how they're doing very different things. Where with games, you tell a story by the actions you're doing and by, and you can just kind of create mood and atmosphere in a way that movies don't have the time to do because they have to be economic and they have to be like, all right, we got to get this shit done in 90 minutes. Right. You know, so they can't spend the time just letting you be in an area feeling this kind of like, especially in this, in this game in particular, like this oppressiveness and like, it's hard to explain, but it feels like you're in almost like a, an Eastern Bloc country in, you know, like, the mid sixties. Okay. Like it, but you know, the kind that would be in, <laughs> you know, like something like Brazil or something, you know, where it's like, okay, this is like, something's clearly wrong here. Uh huh. So there's that. And then again, much like limbo, it does not shy away from violence with this little kid that you're running around as. Cause you're running around as a little, like 10, 11 year old. Mm-hmm. And they do not shy away from just like fucking murdering that kid when you <laughs> screw up. I mean, there are parts where you're chased by packs of dogs and that doesn't go well. Okay. Yeah. Um, does that ever, <laughs> you know, when, when there are adults, like, like the people that are trying to chase you in the beginning, like they catch you and they just start strangling you and it's like, wow, game. All right. Like huh. the game gets harsh. Okay. Yeah. And there are underwater sections where there's some just very creepy shit going on and it, it's, it's definitely a game worth playing, but it is just be prepared for some very weird weirdness by the end of it. Okay. All sure. right. Speaking of underwater. Oh, ooh. Underwater. Let me ask you guys a question. Okay. Did you like that game Never Alone? We did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you like the look of Ori in the Blind Forest? Very much yeah, so. Yeah. Do you wish there was a game like Ori in the Blind Forest that wasn't so butt-fucking-hard? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. Let me talk to you about Song of the Deep. Okay. That's a game that's pretty much those things I said combined. Okay. Um it's it's really good. It's uh it's an Insomniac game. I think this is the game that GameStop published. I think this was like their first like now GameStop oh, okay. will start distributing games. Do you like Ori and the Blind Forest looks? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say never alone? <laughs> oh yeah. Um so it is one of those games. Mm-hmm. It is one of those kind of like vaguely depressing kid goes on an adventure because something terrible has happened mm-hmm. kind of things it, through a fantastical world. Mm-hmm. It, it's that blueprint, really. It, it's it's weird that we've come to a point where that's a thing. Like, you can say, oh, it's one of those. So is it like a puzzle platformer or is it like a Metroidvania? It's a thing? Metroidvania game. Okay. It totally it totally is. You are um, you're the daughter of a fisherman who disappears one day at sea and you decide that you're going to build a little submarine and you're going to go find him. Okay. And so you're just going through the oceans and there's weird creatures everywhere and puzzle doors that you can't quite figure out. Like, like it's it, it's very Metroidvania in that you're going to be coming back to places once you acquire a power six hours into the game and then you mm-hmm. can open that door. Okay. But, you know, I mean, it's got it's got combat. It's got 
stuff it you know it, it's a video it's game stuff. yeah that it's not it's not you're not just floating Hulk around Hulk. and looking at shit i mean yeah. it's it's actual you're fighting enemies and you know mm-hmm. solving puzzles stuff like that yeah um it's you know it's charming as hell it's it's the movement in it is really great just piloting this little sub around uh sometimes you get to a, just a vast area and the scope of it is just like you know amazing to look mm-hmm. at um and it's not it's not a super challenge. Like there's some parts where you're really having to think to figure it out, but there aren't enemies that are just like, how do I can't, you know, I can't get past this. There's Mm -hmm. not stuff like that. It's pretty easy to power through. Um, I beat it. So, you know, it's, it can't be that hard. Yeah. that's Uh, So must be a baby game. Yeah. Well, I I probably played it on baby mode. I, I don't remember if it had difficulty levels or not, but, um, yeah, it's it's just super charming and super cute, and you know it has those those moments where it's just like, oh, this is oh, I'm sorry, this is happening, but mm-hmm. you know, um, overall, it, it's a it's just a really cute, charming game, and it's it, really the way I described it. That's exactly what this game is. It's an easier Ori uh, with Never Alone mixed in, that kind of thing. So th- those two things speak to me because I love Never Alone. I want to like Ori. I just don't want to play Ori. Um, so yeah, I don't blame you. Or he's hard. Yeah. So it, it's been on sale recently and on various platforms through all the best of the year kind of sales kinds of things. So um, pick it up. Like, I think it was $5 when I got it. Yeah. And I would have played at least twice that easily. So it's really cute. Charming. Like it. Good deal, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of deals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go on. We just have to find the dumbest segues we can between these that, things. That, that's kind of a trademark yeah. at yeah, this Yeah, we're, we're getting good at it. Um, so this game had been on my radar for a long time, and it finally hit sale price that I was like, all right, I will finally buy that. That is the Amazing Spider-Man 2 game for PS4. All right. that's what, I mean, it's on multiple platforms. That's what I played it on. Uh, I like them Spider-Man games. I, I've i at least tried just about all of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the varying degrees of completion. Um, like, I, I liked the ones that I think most people passed over, like Shattered Dimensions and Web of Shadow. And, like, I, I like yeah. these things. They... They always tended to have issues somewhere in the game, but they never just swinging through the city was fun enough for me. So mm-hmm. I don't remember what the price point was. It, I, it was less than fifteen dollars, probably yeah. closer than probably closer to ten. I think I paid for it. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a very weird game because the cutscenes, character models, the voice acting are all pretty terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But the gameplay is solid as hell. Like it looks really good when you're swinging through the city. It's like, it's like they must have had like eighty five percent of the team working on the city swinging mechanics and all that. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, I don't know. Let let Joe do the, <laughs> the cutscenes. He likes that, right? So it, <laughs> like, so I don't know. It's just like <laughs> being Amazing Spider Man two. I mean, are they even trying to follow the story of the movie as random as that story was? Um, not really so far. Um, so first off, like, whatever, it's not spoilery. If you, we've talked about Batman's origin enough times. If you don't know Spider-Man's origin, he doesn't stop a robbery when he has the powers and his uncle Ben dies. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the first game that actually lets you play that scene. 
Like you're you the game begins, you're standing outside of store and a robber comes running by and the guy runs out like, Hey, get him. <laughs> and you're like, nah, not my problem. And mm-hmm. you just start walking like minding your own business and you hear a gunshot, so you're off to find Uncle Ben dying, and then it's like, Yeah, that really changed everything. And two years later I've I've been doing some Spider Man shit. Um <laughs> Yeah. But like so the game begins and you're still actually trying to look for the killer. Uh, you know, that killed your uncle. So you're like mm-hmm. just taking out random toughs on the street. And um, just when you finally find the, again, this is all very much in the beginning of the game. You find that the killer's already been killed by, with a, by a killer who signed uh, on the wall CK. Mm-hmm. It's Cletus Cassidy. It's Carnage. They, they very quickly mm-hmm. start saying Carnage. So like the, you know, okay. the cat's out of the bag pretty quick. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, like he took that away from you and, Whatever you you start doing side missions and you know your standard like all right unlock the area and now there's side stuff to do and also main story stuff, but as far as following the plot, I mean I did find um, uh, Electro whatever Max yeah what the fuck's his name Max Jamie Max Jamie Fox <laughs> <laughs> the character name whatever you find find Electro and yes he he looks vaguely like Jamie Fox with the bad haircut from mm-hmm. Amazing Spider Man too yeah. but like that's pretty much where the similarity of the story ends. So, yeah, it looked yeah. all right. Like I, I like you have played a lot of the Spider-Man games, but I've never liked them. And especially mm-hmm. because like when you go inside, they go to shit. Yeah. Um, yep. And this one, when you went inside, kind of went to shit, but it seemed like the outdoor stuff was better mm-hmm. than a lot of stuff. And, and, there the, was... and the indoor stuff is better too. Like they, they more or less copied Batman fighting i mean it's not as varied you don't have the gadgets but you can use your webs and Mm -hmm. i guess you can get new powers along the way for that but yeah it's it's less about like hey fly through the air in three dimensions in a way you're not possibly going to be able to control and more just stay on the ground and you know ricochet between the dudes Mm -hmm. you know and, and use a reversal move every once in a while yeah um it looks really good. Like I said, all the all the trappings around it are, are pretty terrible. But one of the first things you do is rescue Stan Lee, and then he becomes a uh, proprietor of a comic book shop, where which is basically like your hub for checking out collectibles and shit like that. Mm. Yeah, that's and, a smart way to do it. But and, you can stand in there, and you know it's it gets real weird and meta because there's other Marvel comics <laughs> stuff around the shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yet Spider Man is supposed to be the real world, but Stan Lee knows you. Well, he is Stan. He calls you Peter. He doesn't know you're Spider-Man. I mean, I guess he does, but I don't. It's it, there's a weird meta level to it where it's mm. like, you know, yeah, but you, it, the longer you stand in there, he'll say some Stanleyisms. So yeah. that's that's okay. fun. He's like, I like that Spider-Man. Yeah. Do you like the Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> I invented. Spider-Man. I don't trust J. Jonah Jameson. Long yeah. time ago, I learned you don't trust guys with mustaches like that. Yeah. He actually says that. Yes, he does. Yes. In the first couple of minutes of my time with Stan Lee, he made a Hitler reference. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. That's, <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, to be fair, he, I think he is old enough to. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Been around there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. he, he knows. Yeah. yeah he knows. He was around. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, for that price, yeah, if you like the Spider Man games, it's another one. And it looks really good on the <laughs> current gen. <laughs> It did. Like the PS4 version looked really good. Like yeah. the actual gameplay stuff looked really good. Yeah. Cutscenes look fucking terrible. Yeah, they really do. God. But whatever. You're not playing for cutscenes. So. No. All right. So speaking of flying around. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talked about these next two games a bit last time, mm-hmm. but I have since finished both of them. And I have a couple of general thoughts I would like to talk about. Okay. So I will chime in. Because okay. I, 
I hadn't. I don't think I'd finish this one, but the other one you did. Yeah, the other okay. one I had. Well, I'm gonna start with uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare because mm-hmm. I'd, I'd wrap that up. Um, I some things I want to say about it, and again, I will be you know general and not spoilery. Uh, but I will say that that game seems to handle um, secondary character death better than any Call of Duty yet, like in a really meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Like to a point where, like when that game ended, I was like, "Jesus Christ, game! <laughs> I do not feel good now." <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, like JFK is not going to come out and rap with you. <laughs> it's not that game. Um, there's none of that. Uh, it, it's just really sincere about when characters that you've been palling around with get killed, mm-hmm. um, and that was impressive to me, although also surprising, and I wasn't quite prepared for it. Um, but I, I want to say this, and it's kind of a general statement about a couple of Call of Duty games, but also a couple of other games. So games are getting really good at presenting a bad guy that you just want to fucking reach into the game and murder. Mm-hmm. Like you were just like, man, I cannot wait. This is going to be so fucking badass when I just fucking murder this guy. They are so good at giving you like this bloodlust of just, oh, man, this guy's going to get it. And I have the power to do it because it's a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is i man it is not the climactic moment of the game Mm -mm. it kind of happens and then there's the more game to do and Mm -hmm. you're just like wait that's it that's the resolution to that that's not great um because i'm i'm thinking back to like the kevin spacey one too and it was just like man kevin spacey needs to fucking die and then he kind of does and you're like "Eh, (laughs) that wasn't the best way that could happen and like I'm thinking like the Far Cry games when they present like this this guy where you're just like, oh, my God, I have to murder him. And mm-hmm. you kind of do 20 minutes later and you're like, wait, wh- where is <laughs> I, I still love that you guys were talking about the things that can I think it was Far Cry 4 where you're like the things that can happen when you hold out and don't shoot that guy. And I was like, I've never <laughs> shot a dude in a video game faster when you gave me control that I did. Yeah. What's his yep. face? Yep. Like, I swear it was like, oh, I have control again. Bam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like think back to I don't remember if it was Mass Effect two or three where there was one point and this is like mid game, mid level, just some dick who was just like being a dick to you the whole time in mid conversation where you have the things where you could interrupt them. One was just to repeatedly punch him in the face. Like he would say something and you mm-hmm. would just pull the right trigger to do the, the renegade option and it would just be punch and he would go, hey, wait, and then just you hit it again and it was punch and it did it like four times in a row. That was the most fucking satisfying thing ever. And that was nobody. I mean, that wasn't that was just some dumbass in a space station. Um, yeah, dumbass. Yeah. I mean, so games are getting there. Mm-hmm. They're like they're painting the picture of these villains and you're like, oh, man needs to die i can't wait to do it and then like they're not following through on that i don't know if it's one of those things where they like figure no one finishes games and so they don't flesh it out as far as they go but i man especially in this one i had i would space john snow man i he needed to blow out an airlock and then fire a torpedo at his ass and it's just (laughs) like it's nothing remotely that satisfying um so that's that's kind of a mini rant about that the resolution of that game, which turns out to not be the resolution at all. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's a bit anticlimactic, um, but still that game ends well. Uh, yes. <laughs> if you're like, man, I want call of somber. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the end of that game. Infinite is sadness. Som- <laughs> yeah. The end of that game is somber as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Like <laughs> it really is. It's just like, Oh yeah. 
shit. Yeah. Well, the warfare was infinite, so it never ends. I'm just saying, like, all right, Battlefield 1 opens you up and it's like, man, war is hell. Mm -hmm. And this one's like, the end, it's like, now, you know all that fun shit you were doing? Yeah. Really, that was hell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, it it makes you feel bad about all the fun you were having, Mm -hmm. space shooting and all that stuff. It sure does. Um so yeah, what, that, is there like a space Vietnam memorial <laughs> wall or something that you have to walk past? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There is. I, there I honestly didn't know that. If I you was had just guessing. That, of I wouldn't something. have confirmed it, but since you fucking nailed it, yes. Well, when you're talking about somber ass things, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's it, a space it, Vietnam it, wall. It, it gets more somber as the credits play. Yeah. If you didn't think watch, walking past the 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 Vietnam memorial wall, <laughs> I don't know the. Space Memorial Wall. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah. As the crypt man. Yeah. Oh yeah. They fucking hit you over the head with it more oh, during the closing gosh. credits. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I was not. I expecting... think I, I think I actually teared up during I, one of yes, those audio logs. I did too. I'm like I'm human, mm-hmm. and this is a this is this is <laughs> affecting me, and yeah. it's a goddamn audio log. Yes. Yeah. So. The future is now. A game has made you cry. So that happened a long time. Dude, bro, <laughs> shooty game is making me just yeah. sad. Yeah. Um. You know, I played a little bit of the multiplayer, but not enough to really judge it. It's it seems like Call of Duty mm-hmm. multiplayer. It's mm-hmm. it's that thing. Um, was there anything extra you wanted to say? About? No, 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 no. That's that's okay. pretty much it. I, I just don't think we really. I hadn't finished the game. I I, okay. I didn't want to be spoilery, but I mean, the end of that game, yeah, is sad. Yes, mm. yeah, it was mel- legit. It sad. was melancholy and yes. the infinite sadness. Yes. Okay. Um. So then, uh, Titanfall two. I went straight into Titanfall two, and um, war was fun again. Except that game made me cry also. Oh, no. <laughs> that game also has bits where you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. please. What has happened to the dude bro shooters where they're getting all emotional and shit? Yeah. Um, you're all about, oh, yay, spec ops the line. But what has it done? <laughs> yeah. What has it done? It is That's finally a very good point. permeated into all these games. Yeah. Um, I like Titanfall, uh, the Titanfall 2 campaign a lot. I really do. I enjoyed almost every part of it except and harlow and i have kind of fought on this already i don't like the wall running stuff in the campaign i think it's lazy i think it's it's it it feels broken at times it just feels dumb to me i don't like it i like it in the multiplayer just fine i think wall running in multiplayer makes sense because you were just whipping around maps and doing whatever it's like oh i gotta Mm. get up here and get out of the way in the game itself it feels like this kind of weird platforming excuse that just conveniently happens to be there anywhere there's a giant gap okay and that's just dumb it just feels dumb to me and what breaks it for me especially is that there's a sequence at the end where basically the shit has gone down like the stuff that has happened is happening and there's a kind of a time like you got to get the fuck out and it's mainly nothing but wall running to get out of the coming mm. thing that is coming for you and <laughs> <laughs> we've, we, we've reached peak vagueness <laughs> That's, i don't want to say anything i know more. i know um but Man, it's just i like, don't want to be chased by a coming thing it, yeah but it's just like this weird like anti-gravity bullshit starts happening and just magically walls just start showing up exactly where you need them to and just kind of like stop right where you need them to it's like hey here's a wall over here that you can run across if you mm-hmm. need to and it's just like come on game that's dumb just give me a jetpack and let me fly <laughs> at least earlier on they made sense like you had to like 
move cranes with yes wall bits on them into specific places so that you yeah. can one wall run across a gap. Yes, but I just feel like, especially in that last segment, it was hot bullshit. Um, okay. And especially because you couldn't quite tell where the pieces were moving, and because you're booking it, mm-hmm. it you end up fucking it up two or three times, and that kind of kills the momentum of the end game yeah. for me. Except I, I was having trouble with that, too, until I realized I, I think that's the best way to say it, the ticking clock that has stopped, mm-hmm. that you realize you actually just yeah. have time. You just you wait just... for everything to lock into yeah. place, and then you go, oh, all right. Just yeah, do that's that. the way to go. Um, yeah, so I, the the campaign in that is is really solid, really great. Uh, the multiplayer is really solid and really great. Uh, it's fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still, I think it still has the great kind of like, you know, um, it, it's not capture the flag, but what the, the points, the capture mm-hmm. points, basically. Like domination. Ass- yeah. yeah. Assault. Yeah, domination. whatever. Hell Where... I excel at just fucking guarding those things and oh, yeah. you get XP like crazy if you do that. So for me as someone not good at multiplayer shooters, mm-hmm. because everyone else is so much better, I wound up t- near the top of the leaderboard after every match because I'm playing defensively and just guarding the thing um, instead of running around like a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I wish they hadn't sent Titanfall out to out to die. Because that's that's a really good game, um, indeed. It's so, a shame. Yeah. So I, you know, it it it's I don't know their strategy. There's rumors to what their strategy was and why they did it. It sounds stupid to me. So yeah, it is pretty dumb. Yeah. So I I really hope that I know those guys have said that they don't know at this state uh, of affairs if they're going to get to make another one because of the sales of this one. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I, that's what I can't figure out about, about EA is like the first one kind of failed because mm-hmm. it was an Xbox One exclusive yep. and just, you know, multiplayer only that like that just there were too many things stacked against it. And yeah. then that team goes and makes, by all accounts, an amazing game. Yes. And they're like, yeah, well, we're putting out a week after Battlefield yeah, and a week before Call of Duty. So have fun. Yeah. Enjoy. Like, can you imagine if they had held on to this till like February? Oh, yeah. If it had been a spring be game, it would have been huge. huge. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It makes no sense. Nope, it really doesn't. Now people like me are going to get it when it's like $20. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, well, look, it only sold once we lowered the price. And it's like, yeah, because you put it out at the time everyone else yeah. had spent all their money on all the other games. Because there are people like me who will play all of the shoot the shooter games yeah. because they're fun and their campaigns are usually great. But if you release three in a row... Yeah, you know, one week after another, you got to slow your player. Sh- yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like there should be a poster on the wall that just says like "split second and blur" as like a cautionary tale. It's like here are two great games that came out the same goddamn week, they killed each other, and they killed each other. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone blink. Someone, you know, if you're playing chicken, just blink. Just steer around it. Just say, okay, you know what? We're gonna wait a month. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that would suck if they weren't allowed to continue with that yeah yeah because they built so much onto this from the first one mm-hmm. which was a fine game like i'm not a fan of multiplayer games i played a bunch of titanfall mm-hmm. it's fun uh but they put a story mode in this that's that's great i mean mm-hmm. it's really great um yeah i think it's one of my favorite first person shooter story modes in a long mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. yeah oh well so good game so let me tell you about another good game all right that will continue yeah that's Hitman. Yeah. yeah you, your monthly Hitman update. Yeah. What, what's uh, new? They had a free holiday update for everyone. 
<laughs> like anyone that bought the game, you got this update. Okay. Uh, unlike the other one where you had to have the season pass, right. the, the summer update. Okay. Uh, this one uh, remixes the Paris level mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. and it has Santa Claus in it. Okay. For one. All right. Where there will be swirling magic around him when you get near him, but you can still take him out and take his disguise <laughs> and dress up as Santa. Okay. And Good. Walk around with like Santa's axe and other, and a fire poker, which you can use to murder dudes as well. <laughs> Santa's axe? There's like an axe, but it's got like a candy cane handle <laughs> okay. type thing. And oh, it's I got was, like a green blade. I was more questioning if there was a, an overall mythology I was I, missing I, I regarding Santa. All I know Santa is here. you can make him a Krampus, that's for sure. Because okay. you can go around and just murder dudes. Uh, but your targets in that mission are two thieves that have been forced out of the U.S. and have had to flee to Europe mm-hmm. after a string of burglaries and other stuff, who are named Marv and Harry, one of which wearing a stocking cap and the other one a uh, a regular hat. And hmm. you basically are tasked with murdering the two of them. All right. And one is going around turning on faucets <laughs> in the level. <laughs> Which, like, all the pieces are there for this to be awesome, but it just doesn't work out the way you'd want. Because mm-hmm. for one, they're in very different areas of the house or of the of the giant mansion. So it getting to both of them, like getting to them takes a while. But there are also like really weird challenges. Like one of them is hitting him in the head with a brick a certain number of times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just. And there's just the fact that you straight up murder them. Like, like, not like Kevin McAllister style murder them. Like, you straight up fucking murder them. Just choke them out. Yeah, but that's the easiest, like the the gentlest way oh, okay. to fucking murder the shit out of them. <laughs> there are plenty of violent, violent ways in Hitman. Oh, please give me the gentlest yeah. way to my eternal yeah. slumber. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But it, it, at some point, like I, I took out the one and I was like, eh. and then I just got bored. So I just started killing people with an axe while Santa mm-hmm. and ended up holed up in a bathroom with like a pile of about nine bodies because anyone would come in the door and they would just get an axe to the chest. <laughs> oh, so basically everyone was uh, like the end of the shining. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Hey, Oh no! Yep, I was just in there like ho ho ho, motherfucker. And, or or if a dude would like come in and somehow he'd run by me, yeah, and be like looking around by the toilet, and so mm-hmm. I'd grab him, and then you just take the axe to his neck and you go <laughs> like from behind and just slice his neck open, and the guy drops. Jesus. So, yeah, there was a pile of bodies, but then eventually there were like twelve guys outside the door just waiting for me to peek around the corner and gun me to death. Huh. I, so, I guess the, the main question is, do they give you dumb shit to? Really home alone this up like matchbox cars, paint cans, it's mostly blow torches, just the bricks. No, the, bricks. There are, it's weird because when you first come into the level, there are four presents around this fountain, uh-huh. and you can open the presents and like one will be a brick, one will be a soda can. It's basically like it gives you some of the diversionary, like normally it's diversionary stuff, but you can also like like you can throw a soda can at a dude's head and knock him out, that sort of stuff. So they give you those things early on, mm-hmm. but like Santa's way in the back of the of the mansion. So you got to like, if you really want to do the Santa stuff and most of the challenges that they gave you were like, okay, kill, you know, kill them while dressed as Santa and don't get spotted, you know, that sort of stuff. Stall Santa. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, I didn't play it enough, but it was just, it was one of those things that like in, in, it sounds awesome in theory, but like in execution just doesn't work as well mm-hmm. because it, Hitman, I mean, while there's all that scripted stuff in it, the fun of that game is when chaos happens that you've just kind of caused right? as opposed to like, all right, now set it up to do this. You know, like th- that game to me is more fun when it's like just randomly happens mm-hmm. because you've created these circumstances for this stupid shit to happen. And that one, and and I don't think I heard Marv or Harry say anything oh. during the mission, which is kind of a letdown as well. Yeah, because you figure they'd be saying something, but you know, well, they've been injured already. They might, yeah, they'll probably both have brain damage and <laughs> necrosis of the skull. Now, is this one of those time things? Like, will it go away? No, this one is. You can play right. it whenever. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I the timed ones they added a lot of skins in the time mode in the uh, in the elusive targets like. Mm-hmm. There's one for taking him out, both Silent Assassin and, uh, like, well, yeah, like, when you're in your run doing a Silent Assassin run where nobody knows that you killed the person and, and uh, you know, nobody finds their body before you exit the level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, five of those gives you a pretty cool suit. And th- there's, like, a whole bunch of new suits that they set up because originally it was, like, you can unlock the blood money suit, which is, like, basically those tie has stripes you know i mean like that was literally the difference between the two was like the tie had stripes or it didn't it was like oh god and what sucks is like the white absolution suit which is really cool looking was one of the pre-order bonuses oh and i didn't pre-order the game so i didn't get it and i don't know if they'll ever they haven't tried to sell it no well that's dumb yeah it's pretty stupid and uh, like i I figured that might be like one of the elusive target unlocks or Mm -hmm. something you know like we'll do that and something else but no they just they've never released that one all they had was the blood money one but now there's a lot more of them and they just keep doing elusive targets so all right it's worked out pretty well i just pre-order bonuses need to mostly go away i mean especially like exclusivity i mean either open them up like two months out or whatever but i don't know i just especially like man there was like pre-order things for like a brand new ip and i don't remember which one it was and i was like fuck you oh they do that all the time i was like watchdogs did that i believe like how do you know well yeah but i mean like how do you know this is gonna be good i mean at least watchdogs had hype going into it this yeah this was like something that's like i really need to wait and see on that one that that could go either way well i mean i appreciate it like when wwe does stuff like in this year's game it's like you've pre-ordered you got goldberg but like the day the game goes on sale you could buy goldberg so it's not like you're just like fucked if you don't pre-order it's just like okay well i guess i gotta buy that instead of getting it for free i'd rather the pre-order bonus just be a freebie that everyone else has to pay for and not one of these things is like well i have it no one else does you know because that's that's idiotic. I mean, if yeah, you're making going content, in, get your content out. There. Yeah, because going in, I don't think anyone thought Hitman was going to be as good as it's been received. No. Because, I mean, that game is fucking amazing. But I, I was very iffy on buying it when I first got it. And now I'm like, holy shit, this game. Like, I, I just want to play this damn game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you play this damn game. You, you, you can. Yeah. You play it. Like, all the time. <laughs> Fuck work. I don't want to go to work. I want to just play Hitman. <laughs> right. I have a new job now. I'm a hitman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Going to turn a corner to a corner we've neglected for a while. All right. But it's back. Pinball corner. Pinball corner. <laughs> See that? I, it needed more of a uh, more fanfare. I'll put some reverb on it. Oh, please do. Okay. Uh, ding, 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 ding. First up, we got Pinball FX2 Bethesda pack. Oh, yeah. That's right. That yeah. Came out. Pack of three new tables, which is Doom, Skyrim, and Fallout, mm-hmm. and 
as usual, they've done a really nice job of just following a theme and really doing a great job with it. Uh, I, they're all really good. Doom, I really like a lot. Uh, it's based on it's based on the new one. You know, I mean, it's not like sure. there's any of the older sprites or anything in it. It, just, it definitely seems like they've stuck I, with. There's got to be an original Doom. I part I, I would think so. I mean, yeah. I pl- I played a lot of it, but I didn't I didn't play it like you know unlocking modes. Right. You know the method. Of, you know trying to mm-hmm. oh what's this? You know I didn't go that far into it. Um, Skyrim's pretty good, but there's a fucking dragon that flies over the middle of the board often and i'm not sure if it's because i'm triggering something or not but that's really annoying because <laughs> it will obscure the ball as it flies over huh but it uh, it does a lot of fusrado stuff and it is, it, that, it is that the kickback noise that needs to be the kickback noise no it's it's something to do with a mode because i think you actually have to hit hmm. foo and then saw uh, you know, it also it, should be the launch too Fusrado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, well, the launch is a dragon that pulls its head back oh. and then pops the ball out. That works too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty good. And, and the Fallout one, you know, the Fallout one is really nice because, you know, Fallout's got that kind of steampunkish styling of, of like, you know, all the stuff feels very analog. And yeah. they do a fun job of all, everything on the table feeling like an analog version of, you know, the bumpers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, it was a little more expensive. It was, uh, I think, it was eleven bucks for the three tables. So it's like the price keeps just climbing that little bit. Mm. But I mean, these are also like big licenses that were a big deal. But it was definitely they—they they were all. I definitely enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I mean, Pinball FX too. They just like the Zen Studios. Just they know how to make good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're really l- lately there hasn't been a table. I mean, like, man, no, that table sucks. Right. Like the last table, I really didn't like all that much was archer and i can still get by on archer because like it's got it's archer yeah it's archer <laughs> if that had been any other theme i would probably just never play it ever yeah. but that's that's that table is the only one that really feels like the only loser that they've had in the past year or so wow because i mean even their star wars ones have been pretty damn good yeah yeah i, I clean up on, on a bunch of those during the sale too i yeah. i got current up to the women of power pack i haven't gotten that yet and i haven't gotten the bethesda one but mm-hmm. i now have all the rest of them on the PC. Yeah. But they still bark at you all the time. Even my wife was like, man, does this game shut up? <laughs> I was like, no, they don't. Like, that, that's the one thing I wish that they didn't do. And it's funny because, like, I, I activated so many things so quick on Doom mm-hmm. that the guy was still trying to finish up talking about the first one before oh. something else kicked in. So yeah. then he was, like, in this sequence of, like, talking. And then I drained the ball. And so he got stuck in that one. It, like, it was... You know, it's like if your things are overlapping each other that much and they like you have to sit there and wait for him to finish talking before you can just let me load up the new ball. Mm-hmm. You, you need to cut back on your barks. Yeah. So hmm. there was something on the archer, archer table. that I was like, bark that one more time. And I don't remember which one it was. I, I want to say it was something. About Use Mallory the nerve said. gas. It was that it, one. Or yeah, the, there was one that Mallory said. I think that was uh, like, oh shut up, stop saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, the the Lana don't use the nerve gas yeah. one is came up often for yeah. me, but oh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, also, uh, we all tried out Stern Pinball Arcade. Yeah, which is basically from Farsight, the makers of Pinball Arcade. Right. This is the Stern version, which is all like the brand new tables. I guess they've made a deal with them where it's like Ghostbusters brand new. We're going to digitize it. Yeah. This is as it releases. I, I, how does he don't know if we ever discussed this prior to us hearing Gary Stern talk. At we one of we the talked shows? about it after that show, but, 
but yeah. not really since. Yeah, ba- basically they they let it slip that all of their licensed pinball tables going forward, they're also signing rights to recreate yeah. them digitally. So mm-hmm. that's why this thing exists now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just Stern tables. Like Stern technically owns the licenses for, I think, Data East and Sega. Is that Maybe. right? I believe Definitely so, yeah. Data East. I, yeah. I'm not... Well, I know Sega's on there because like Starship Troopers and Frankenstein yeah, right. I think, are Sega tables. Right. right. Yeah. So this package is weird because, I mean, the download gives you Frankenstein, mm-hmm. the Which 1994. Which is a shit-ass table to demo that thing with. Yeah, the sound is terrible on that. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, they, they it makes it seem like, oh, you fucked up again, like you did with Pinball Arcade. But no, that's just how bad that table sounds. Wasn't Isn't Mustang one of the tables on there? They should have yes. just given that away. Mustang. Like, that's not a very good table, but at least it's new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, recreated for this only. Like... Yeah. It would have been an example of yeah, this example. is the kind of thing that they're doing now. Right. I'm just saying that that's kind of a shit new table. Like it has a very small subset of people that are going to enjoy that table. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But it the main and I think Star Trek, you know, based on yeah the, the Abrams the one. Abrams ones. It's mm-hmm. actually based on the second movie. Even yeah. Which yeah. is a Star Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you fight the whatever the, not the Reliant but the, the Eric Bana. <laughs> no, thing. you fight the uh, the this, uh, the one that uh, what's his face had uh, Robocop. Robocop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we're bad start. The Vengeance, Vengeance. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I've seen a Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but the big issue with that is with this package and ACDC's on it too. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. which ACDC's a phenomenal table. But yes, it is. The problem's the pricing. Yep, they want a shit ton of money for these. Per table, I I don't know if I agree they want, with that. They want ten bucks each for the deluxe versions. They want twenty dollars for one. That's true. Okay, that's a lot considering like a season pass can be bought for thirty bucks for some of the other for the other stuff, and you can get what I, is it twenty tables? I don't. All right. I mean, I do, and I don't have an issue with this. I mean. To me, the problem was not the pricing. I mean, my problem was my introduction to it was Frankenstein, which is I'm now realizing just a shit table all around. Like, yeah. the original thing is probably shitty, and they did their best job capturing yeah. it as they possibly could. Well, the thing is, and that one's in Pinball Arcade yeah, already. and it also looks shitty, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, the price, I mean, I think about it in terms of, like, my only option for playing an ACDC table is know someone who has one. Save up my money and buy one for five grand, mm-hmm. or spend ten or twenty dollars for a digital recreation. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so do you figure that's just what they're banking on? Is I like think it is. That it's desperate? like this is a thing you could go out and buy the real thing of. So it's pricing like, you know, I mean, remember when Microsoft Flight Simulator was like a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars, whatever mm-hmm. it was? Because it's like, yeah. well, yeah, but we're recreating the shit that you have to have a. $200,000 aircraft to see. Yeah. You're paying for the license. You're basically yeah. paying so that it's not a Kickstarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is is what they're counting on basically. The the weird thing about this whole thing it is started as a Kickstarter. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean there was that. It started as a Kickstarter and then like Oculus funded them and then that became how it came to exist. Mm-hmm. Um but what if Stern tables are already in Pinball Arcade, why don't they just make these premium DLC? In Pinball Arcade. Now, the one thing I do like about Stern Pinball Arcade is that they've redone a lot of the menus and stuff to where 
it doesn't seem like Farsight is as shitty as they've been this entire time. Like, for, for example, yeah. you can post a, a high score and the numbers don't all bleed together like they do in yeah. every version of that game. So they've done some stuff to the overall look of just the aesthetic of the game that is better. Mm-hmm. But just import all your stuff into that and just make it Pinball Arcade 2. Yeah. You've, you've splintered this market now. And also, if you're following P- Pinball FX, you've got three, you know, at least uh, at the very least on console, you've got mm. three different, you know, hubs to play pinball. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if it's like a physics, if like Stern Pinball Arcade has a better physics model than the previous one did, then do all of your pinball arcade in that just just make that version two and go forward from there i it's just well you want to talk about dumb business things all right here's the reason why i haven't bought it mm-hmm. all my digital pinball is on the pc yep i can't buy it oh right because it's an oculus exclusive yeah i did not know that yeah it is not on the pc it is not on steam yeah it's like if you don't have an oculus go fuck yourself yep well i mean you know that's uh, what it took to get it made because the oculus stopped the kickstarter and funded yeah. them i mean i just i can't fraction my pinball off more like I, yeah. not with this like I, I really really want to play ACDC and mm-hmm. actually I've come to really like the Star Trek table and mm-hmm. I would play a digital version of that a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. and I might even bother to learn Ghostbusters whenever it releases because yep. that's a table right now in the real world that it's very hard to get any time on it mm-hmm. without someone breathing down your neck <laughs> yeah, or someone that's already really good at it spending way too long on it but mm-hmm. my, my point is is like I have very carefully kept all my stuff relegated to Steam so that when this console generation dies, I still have all my pinball tables. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me I have to, like, suddenly, oh, well, you want to play this? You got to go Xbox, and that's yeah. it. Because it is, is it, even, well, it is on PS4 now, too, right? Yes, it's yes. on both. Okay, yeah. It's it's both uh, physical and digital at this point. It was <sighs> weird when it launched. Yeah. It, it was sure digital was. only on PS4, and everyone was like, what? Well, huh? Is this an exclusive? Mm-hmm. And then, like, Three weeks later, it came out on Xbox, and then a week later, it came out on disc. So yeah, and didn't like the disc version have Star Trek on it or something? The disc and- versions have the four like stern pinball arcade tables on them. None of the ones that are buffers from the other pinball arcade. Yeah, they have, uh, you know, it's ACDC, Star Trek, um, Mustang, and the four. Uh, there's a, there's one more Trek. You say Trek? Trek? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's is there's, it Ghostbusters? No. There's yeah. there's one other brand new table in there. I can't remember okay. what it is, but yeah. Um, yeah. It it's just everything's weird, and it's like it's premium versions on the disc, but the premium is DLC extra if you got the digital version. It's it's yeah so strange. They've just fractured it yeah, so they're, they're, poorly. They're not good at business. No, they're weird. No. It's and you know I wish they were more forthcoming about why. Because I think a lot of people would give them a lot of leeway if they explained yeah. it, but a lot of these things just make them look silly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, and, and to, I mean, it probably doesn't help to partner up with Oculus, a company mm-hmm. that seems so lost in what the hell its thing is. They wanted to, you know. I, I know. I mean, I'm just like, I have no faith in Oculus's future based on its founder and the fact that it's owned by fucking Facebook. Like that—that that makes yeah. no goddamn sense. Like, yeah. why? Did they buy that? Like, mm-hmm. what does one have to do with the other? Right. And pretty much everyone plays the Vive and goes, "Yep, Vive's better." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, I think I heard the motion things on the Rift are better. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like they got. They well, got... The, well, they they waited because you know the Vive was like day one. Like, no, you need these things, and 
I've heard mm. things that say the Rift hand thingies are okay. actually quite good. Track your fingers. I don't know what the fuck you call those. Hand thingies. Motion controls. Right. Sure. Grips. Sure. Yeah. Grips. Yeah. But speaking of fracturing the pinball playing even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's another one of these. <laughs> yeah. On Steam Early Access, there is one called Zakaria Pinball, mm-hmm. which apparently was a company that made machines in the late 70s to late 80s. So they have about 35 tables in there Mm -hmm. that are all tables that I am pretty sure you have never heard of and never seen before, but I kind of really like it because it's, it's kind of our thing where it's like, remember when tables were just like, we're going to make a dragon's table and then we're not going to license anything. We're just going to like have some dude draw some bitch in art Mm -hmm. and make that into a theme on the table. Yeah. Here's some ladies in metal bikinis fighting dragons. Mm -hmm. There's like 35 of these. Yeah. And some are EM type machines and, you know, and the designs aren't great on them and it's not like there's going to be a lot of complex ramps and all sorts of stuff. I mean, they're fairly simple tables, but they've got a charm to them Mm -hmm. that I really can't deny and I, and I think there's one of the tables is like unlocked completely mm-hmm. that you know you can play and god there are like a billion settings you can mess with i don't know if that's because it's early access but like you pull up that menu and it is just like covered in okay a table tilt percentage and you know like a whole bunch of shit yeah um but all the other ones like basically give you a limited play on them unless you buy the whole season not season pass, but there's like a gold pass and I think a silver pass, mm-hmm. something like that, where the silver pass just gives you all, all of the tables unlocked, mm-hmm. you know, free play, however, however much you want. And then I think the gold includes one that lets you adjust pro modes and change the ball. I think something like that. It's one of those deals, but right. I mean, on sale, the entire thing was like $35. I didn't go that far cause I didn't have enough steam credit at the time mm-hmm. during one of the steam sales, but it definitely feels like one to keep an eye on and, it ran really well. Like, like it just, it, the only thing I didn't like was that one of the options, the, by default, the option is to have noise behind you, which is crowd noise. Like an so arcade it noise? Sounds, not arcade noise, not like, beep, 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 beep. it's, it's like people mulling about behind you, but like a lot of people mulling about behind you. Mm. So you've got that. Uh, so sometimes it's hard to hear the game over that. I mean, you can turn it off. Right. So you can get like the whole sterile, like, okay, I'm playing a pinball machine in an empty room Mm -hmm. experience. But it's weird that by default, they have all the people walla, 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 (laughs) in in the background behind you, you know? They're all downtown Judy Brown. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was Wubba. No, Walla. Walla. Whatever. That place, that's in Washington. Same nonsense noise. (laughs) (laughs) No, you remember that Hollywood sound show at Disney MGM Studios? They made everyone say walla, 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 walla. Ugh, that thing. Yep. (laughs) That's how they make movies, Chuck. Oh, you know? Yeah, it totally is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but no, it's, you can try it out for free because, I mean, the, the, it's basically a big demo. Yeah. With one table, but it's it's worth looking into. Zakaria, Z A C C A R I A. Yeah, pinball. I, I think it's only on Steam. I'm pretty it sure is. it's only on Steam right now. Like when this popped up, you and I were like researching it and stuff, and like this company only existed in Europe, mm-hmm. and those tables, like the, people in Europe have them, but mm-hmm. so few of them have ever made their way over to the United States. Like we got on uh, 
Pinside and were like, okay, who owns any of these tables? And couldn't find them anywhere. Yeah. Like, it was just, they don't come over here for whatever reason. And, well, you, you got to put them on a boat to get them over here, basically. Yeah. So well, Just load a boat up with them things. And yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, so, I mean. Have if, a boatload of tables. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, if, if you're basically, if, if you're one of those people who's like, like a hardcore pinball person, mm-hmm. it's you got like 35 more tables. That's yeah, a whole new world of things you've never yeah. seen before. Yeah. The, but the menus are definitely like first model type. Like there's, there is no polish on any of it. It is as yeah. bare bones as it gets, but it is early access. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe it'll get better. I hope so. Yeah. All right, guys, you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah. Chuck, you ready for some hot, quick takes? Yeah. Let's hear some, let's, Visit Chuck's Hot Quick Takes Corner. <laughs> okay, welcome. Or Quick, quick, quick Hot Takes. <laughs> are, are they Quick Hot Takes or are they Hot Quick Takes? You decide. We'll, okay. When we get to the end, well, you tell me which they are. All right. Uh, so I got a whole bunch of games here. A lot of these have just been sampled or, or played a little no, bit. And- not quick enough. Okay. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so first, uh, there's a game called Uno. I remember uh-huh. Uno. It's out again. Uh-huh. It is. It's been redesigned. And it's the it's basically the same game. It's got some like game modifiers in it for like mm-hmm. weirdo, you know, like rules. You know how Monopoly has dumbass rules that only people like in Wisconsin played it this way, and you know they think everyone plays it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Why Wisconsin? Just ever, they're like regional. Like you I'm and your dumbass friends I'm made kidding. up a rule. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's so it's like the card decks in the original Uno. Like some of the DLC decks changed. There's that too. There, there are there are theme decks that have different rule sets, but there's also just like anyone can slap down a draw two if you play a draw two. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going around in a circle. It's just like oh, if no. they've got something to matches, you throw it down, and then you know, then it's your turn. You know, it's stuff like mm-hmm. that. So there's a bunch of stuff you can toggle on and off. Um, it's I don't think it's as pure as the 360 one was, uh, simply because like camera support is only for friends. Boo. Uh, there's no avatars in it. Boo. The, the music isn't as good. Boo! <laughs> but it's Uno. You Man, know? the music was so good in that first one. Yeah. It was the perfect relaxing, it, it like, really hangout was. music. And this one has a similar kind of relaxing music to it, but it's just not the same. It's like you want uh, just an option to have Why that music. Why wouldn't they have I don't know. put that music? I mean, oh. I don't know. It's, it's, but it, you know, it's Uno and it's Uno. You can play with a computer, you know, if you just want to get your Uno on and you yeah. don't have any friends around to sit down and play uno it's uh, uno you can play yes with a computer <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like it's the future yeah, yeah. It, it's you know it's it's it, uno serviceable it, it does yeah. what it needs to do so it can draw four colors <laughs> <laughs> um okay so there were two releases that seemed to just be lost in the ether for the longest time and I was like the only one who gave a shit about this for the longest time. Uh, so there are two collections of Atari games called Atari Flashback Classics, which is kind of the same branding as those tiny plastic Ataris that you buy in Walmart yeah. and shit. But so there are two disc releases for these of 50 games each, which really seems dumb because each disc is like 400 meg. It's like you could fit both volumes on a CD. Oh, yeah. But... So it's it's really kind of milking you. Well, if you didn't have all the, the shit, you could fit them all on a floppy. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. Atari games are like 20, oh, 20 they're K to, each. they're totally they're less tiny. Than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Some are like four K. I mean, yeah. it's it's they're nothing. Um, so there are two volumes of these. Each one was twenty bucks. Uh, they have since gone on sale, like on Xbox for ten dollars a piece. That was like for me worth it. So I got mm-hmm. hundred games for twenty bucks. Uh, 
so in the original Xbox days, there was a game called Atari Anthology that was really great. It had all these games on it and it had a really cool presentation and setup and everything. Then on the 360, there was Game Room that had pretty much all of these games and it had like historical information and stuff in there and weird options and stuff like that. This has leaderboards and online play, which nobody is doing, obviously. Uh, but that's it. There's like no context for any of these games. Mm. There's shitty scans of instruction manuals. But like there's not even like Game Room had a thing where you could hit a button and it would tell you like who designed it, you know, what year it was designed, what, you know, how it came about, stuff like that. This has no context whatsoever for anything. And so it's only like instead of like bringing in a new audience to kind of like learn about classic games, it's just like, ah, here's another one of these done as cheaply as possible. Yes, it it kind of really feels like that. Mm. Um like each game has like either box art or the the arcade cabinet that you can manipulate with the left thumbstick, but it's so small on the screen, it's like who cares? I can't see any detail on it. Yeah. So it's just it's such a missed opportunity for that, and I'm such a target market for that. And I go, I I know I bought it, so it invalidates mm-hmm. any criticism yeah. I'm making. But it, these things could be so much better if you've got the rights to this stuff really use it as a as a teaching thing like you know here's why this was popular well you know what's sad i mean mm-hmm. i'm not well I, I guess i am a little bit condoning emulation and mm-hmm. piracy and everything but like there are so many amazing user generated emulator type oh, sure. things with all that information in yes. them nowadays yes absolutely i mean and- you can program hyperspin which is a you mm-hmm. know all all types emulator face for your computer with all kinds of interesting shit. Like you can put the cabinet art and the yeah. flyer and yeah. whatever the fuck you want in there. Yeah. And this is just the bare minimum. Yeah. This is just shit out for a quick buck and they may not even get that. So mm. this well, next- yeah, splitting them up that that's the most criminal part of it. That's really dumb. Like I can't figure that out. Like I get it. It's some sort of dickhead marketing move where they think they're going to make twice the money, but it, it- <sighs> The the content size is so small, it's so stupid. But yeah. they they two parted the last insurgent movie or whatever. Yeah, it it's it's kind of <laughs> like divergent, that. whatever the yeah, fuck it's, it's called. It's it. Like by this point, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, um, and of course for rights issues, there most of the games that you think you want aren't in there. Right. So, whatever. Um, okay, so this next one, this is totally my bad. Like I did this to myself, and mm-hmm. and this is something I shouldn't have done. It's something I don't normally do, but you shouldn't have done this. for like. The entire first part of this year, when like people were coming out of packs and stuff like that, people were talking about 100-foot robot golf. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about it in ways that made it seem like this game is going to be the shit. Like, when this comes out, this game is going to be awesome. The game came out in October. Well, I'm kind of busy in October doing stuff. And I didn't, have, I didn't have the time to research the fact that this game came out and everyone gave it shitty reviews. So... Last week or two, it went on sale, and I was like, oh, I remember that game. I remember everyone thought that was great. I'll pick that up. I very rarely on this show say, man, this game I played is fucking garbage. I, I will go bend over backwards to say anything about a game. I just, yeah, you can play it. It's fine. I cannot describe the seething rage that was going through my body <laughs> within 45 seconds of hitting start on this game. And again, some of it is my fault, but some of it is the fault of this shitty ass game because the premise is 
whatever. Your giant robots playing golf through cities and stuff. That sounds gr- amazing. Your hundred foot robot. Yeah, and you have a- abilities to just like laser blast buildings out of your way, and any you know any stuff that's in your way to get the ball to the hole, you can just blast out of your way. That sounds great. It's like Godzilla golf game. Fantastic. Golfzilla. Yeah, well, the framing device for this game is like a fan-dubbed anime. And it goes on and on and on. And they really think you give a shit about their terrible fucking bullshit anime story about robot golf. Mm -hmm. And it's done in a style of just like dudes in a garage dubbing their favorite anime and... It, it, okay, it's no secret. I don't really care for anime that much. I really don't fucking care for this. For fake anime. Yes. It's fan anime. It's, <laughs> it's infuriating, and the cutscenes go on forever. Yes, you can skip them, but I was still in like the first five-minute period where I was like, okay, this is going to be a game, right? And it just keeps going, and it just keeps going. And if you could did have you seen ever hit, me, Did you ever hit like gameplay? Yeah, I did oh, eventually. Okay, okay. But the 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 ratio of gameplay to shitty anime is way off. Like there's just way more shitty anime in it. And then you get to the game and it's like this is barely golf. It's just both robots are just hitting the ball and whoever gets to the hole first is basically the winner. You can take 100 strokes to get there, but if you sink it first, you you won the hole. It's fucking stupid. Hmm. <laughs> and you get caught on the geometry and it's just Ah, it's so bad. I'm so angry. Was it supposed to be a VR game or something? They've or? since added a VR mode. Okay. So there's a button on the on the title screen that says enable VR. Mm. But fucking hell. So kids, learn from my mistake. So do not buy 100 foot robot. No, research your shit. <laughs> do not do not listen to people coming out of packs. Okay. <laughs> Never again. Just don't listen to people anywhere near packs. Yeah. No. But just don't. Um. So this started my look through my PS4 library from the very beginning and see what games came out in 2016 because I need to f- play some 2016 yeah. games right. and see what's good. Gotta get yourself some photos. Yeah. So uh, next, uh, alphabetically, was this game called Agatha Christie, The ABC Murders. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, that must have been like a dollar or some shit when I bought it. So start playing that and quickly do a little research on the game and find out it was a Nintendo DS game. Wow. DS. Not 3DS, DS. DS, ported to the PlayStation 4. That's the thing anyone can publish <laughs> on PS4 now. Yeah. It's not bad. It's it's a point-and-click adventure game, and mm. it's not, I mean, it's not broken. It's not stupid difficult, except that for some reason everyone in this world has cabinets that have... 18,000 hidden nooks and crannies in them that you have to do a sliding puzzle to open, which is just hurts my head that (laughs) society was ever like this, that every, (laughs) every cabinet they had had eight secret ways to open it. But because you're a master detective, you can figure that shit out. Of course. Um, It's all right. I'm going to keep playing it. It's kind of slow and methodical and you just poke around and Mm -hmm. you know, it seems all right. It's no big deal. But again, it's a Nintendo DS game on PS4 for fuck's sake. (laughs) Uh, so then I moved on to the next one on the list, which was something called Albedo Eyes from Outer Space, which is a PS4 game made by one dude uh, uh-huh. and very much feels like a game made by one dude. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's broken. And the guy, maybe he's doing the voices himself, but he's bad. And 
it's just one of those games where like a thing comes in and you kind of punch at it and then like you got to figure out how to put the hose on the wall and turn the faucet on and then you got to go back in the other room. And, Is this like first person? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's, eh. it, it had a cool trailer where I thought, oh, okay, for $2, I'll buy that game. But mm-hmm. man, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that. Yeah. Um, so finally in hot take quick corner, um, there's a game called Alone With You. Now, this game is also made by one dude, but I like this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the game I sent you a link to, which is like a sci-fi romantic dating sim. Yes. Okay. Go, go with me on this. <laughs> so the game has... On a, a date? Yes. You'll okay. find out shortly. Uh, so the game kind of has aesthetics like everyone wants to call it pixel arty and like 8-bit, mm-hmm. but it's more like a Sega CD game yeah. just without recorded voice. So it has that kind of look to it. It's like advanced pixel art, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So you remember Harlow will know. You remember uh, okay. the episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where there was something fucking wrong with the warp drive. And so Jordy goes into the holodeck and is like, I'll recreate the inventor of this thing. And oh, yeah. And he falls in love with the hologram. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. So you're you're on a planet is being terraformed and it's all fucked and you're the only person who's left and there's an AI who's like okay buddy we're gonna get you off this planet but first all the systems are fucked good news is is that I have memory patterns of these people stored and you have to go into the holodeck and if you're nice to them maybe they will give you information so that we can fix these systems and go okay so you're, the game consists of like going to an area where this person worked. You find all the secrets in this area of whatever it was they did. And then you go into the holodeck and you talk to them about things that you found. Like you find a picture of a dog and then you remind this hologram recreation of person about their dog. And they're like, oh, that's very nice. I, 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 I have fond memories of that dog. Mm-hmm. Here, let me tell you how to install a warp drive. <laughs> so I'm early in the game. It hasn't really gotten to the romantic stuff yet, but apparently you go down paths with these people and start to woo the holograms. (laughs) And then I think towards the end, you have to make a choice of which hologram you're going to spend your life with or something. I don't know, but okay. It, it has such a batshit insane premise that I can see myself sticking with it. Um, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. And this is an example of how one person can make a game and it's pretty good. So shit, man, you had me at Jordy the Forge holodeck dating sim. Yeah, it's now let me. T- there's no voice acting in it. It's all text. Okay. So it's all just multiple choice text screens and stuff like that. So there's a lot of reading involved, but the premise alone is fucking weird. So I, you know, it was cheap when I got it. All these games were cheap. That's mm-hmm. why I have them. Uh, so Captain if, Cheap Game. Y- yeah, I mean, if you can get it, I think it's pretty interesting. It's yeah. been interesting so far. I'm gonna stick with it. So yeah, that's it. There's some pretty hot takes there, Chuck. I thought so, too. You know what else gets hot? What? Your phone when you use it too much. <laughs> it's time for Mobile Corner. That <laughs> was a super hot segue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super hot. Yeah. Super. Uh, Mario. We got super. quite a few. Yeah, so, we've been playing some phone games. First up, Super Mario Run. That's out. Yeah. Nintendo's first mobile game. One of the biggest launches on iPhone ever, apparently. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't bother to notify people, even though people signed up to be notified. I got notified later that night. I did, I yeah, yeah, yeah. about eight hours later. I was like, hey, yeah. guess what? I'm like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, um, that's a damn good looking game, mm-hmm. for sure. It basically looks like uh, any of the modern day 2D Marios. Yes, it does. Or, well, 2D plane Marios, even though everything's 3D rendered. But um, 
I don't like Super Mario Run. Oh. At all. Oh. Like it's, uh, Jens mentioned it to me when I said, yeah, basically thanks for the three level demo guys. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you beat three levels and they're like, all right, give me nine ninety nine for the rest of the game yep. or to even see the end of the first world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. Thank you though. <laughs> Cause it's not really about beating the level. It's about collecting all the shit in the level in one run. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that seems to have been a, what Jens mentioned is like, that's kind of like what they do now in Mario modern, games. Yes. Modern Mario. Mario games are not about, Oh, I can beat the level. Mario games are about, I can get all the coins yes. in the level. Yeah. And pretty much all my Mario games nowadays are get through the level, figure out, you know, where you miss something along the way mm-hmm. and just replay it. And it's like, okay, I know when I go through this time, mm-hmm. that's where it was. Yeah. I mean, I, Yes, I appreciate that, but I just, I, I just don't think I like it. Like, I don't like that direction that they've gone. Basically, since New Super Mario on the DS, yeah, it was it, where it was when the when that first happened, and they've just never turned back from that. It's weird that that formula makes the most sense for a mobile type game like this. It's just that they've been doing it on all their other games for so long. It's. Mm-hmm. If this had been the first instance of it, it would have been like, oh, that makes perfect sense. But instead, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's what they do. That's yeah. that's Mario now. Yeah. And I can't fault like the how they've made the game. I mean, the, the yeah. game works exactly how you want it to. And there's also very there's very subtle things, you know, like being able to swipe to make your guy kind of spin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you die, you can float for as long as you want, you know, so you can almost rewind the level. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of subtle things that they don't really tell you about that it's fun to figure out as you're playing. But mm-hmm. I just, when your goal is just find all these weird things and the touch screen isn't quite as responsive as you'd like, especially when you're trying to precision, like some of those jumps are super precision, like, all right, I have to hit here and then I have to spin back and then I have to hit this other thing and be able to jump up from there to be able to get this one purple coin. Yeah. And if you miss it, you may as well restart the level. You know, that shit gets old. Yeah. So I I deleted it. Okay. I still have it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't given given them the money yet, but I'm I'm very tempted. Because uh I think it's I, all right. I, I like it what, what I played so far. Yeah. yeah. If it felt more like a regular Mario game and not a modern collect a thon Mario game, I'm I might have considered I, yeah, I, I mean, think the answer that because I like people are like, oh, everyone's bitching about the price. I, I don't care about the price. Yeah. Like, I understand you're giving me a Mario game for 10 bucks. That's pretty good. <laughs> right. I just don't like the gameplay where they've gone with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, collectathon. I, I, I guess that works. I just I mean, it's always five coins, five special purple right. coins. But I, I don't know. Well, yeah, this one's get five coins and then get the next set of five coins. And then Wait, I think there's level? one more set. Yeah, they remix it. Uh, like oh, so, okay. so you get all the whatever the first one is. Is it blue coins? I don't remember. I think, and then like the second level is purple coins, and then in I had noticed that. But. Yeah, when you replay them, and it stacks up until there's like a black coin that you have to get. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's just not my thing, I guess. But it's better than Mitomo. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But as far as like making a Mario game, they sure as hell made a Mario game. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it does not feel at all like, oh, well, we shit this out for phones. Yeah, no, like, it, there's, there's it's a quality product. It just, yeah. like you said, depends on your your tolerance for collectathons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of a Sonic game in that respect. It kind of is, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Man, this next one. Next one. It's a hot property. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> talk about something else that's like as good as it's going to be. Yeah. Is uh, Microsoft's Ultimate Solitaire yeah. collection. Yeah. Which gives you achievements. <laughs> that's the only reason I'm playing it is because it's got Xbox achievements. Yeah, it's on Windows 10 and it's basically identical on Windows 10. Yeah. And, and I guess the first month they gave everyone premium, which means mm-hmm. no ads and certain modes oh, is you that get. what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, the well, game's I, always free. I and certain was, modes uh, you get, like, bonus. Yeah, it's like wild cards or yeah. extra di- extra draws extra, or stuff like yeah. that. It's, I, see, I saw the countdown timer, and I was like, ah, you got me. <laughs> I'm not delete this shit right now. No. Okay. No, it's not that bad. It's not that nefarious. Okay. No. Um, it's fine. I mean, you know, it's... Yeah, you it's, got, like, five different modes of solitaire. Yeah. Some of um, them suck. They have daily challenges mm-hmm. that some of them are hard as fuck. Yeah, I, I don't ever want to be the kind of person who is good at hard mode solitaire things that are in this because it just it seems to me like a level you basically of, have to be able to count cards. Yeah, it's just a level of thinking where it's just like, yeah, I got I need my brain for other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got too many other things to think about. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, some of the modes are OK. I yeah. think some of them are just a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. What's the one where you add up to 13? Is that three peaks? Tri peaks. Tri peaks. Yeah. That one's rough. Yeah. That one's rough because you'll get down to the last card and you know that you don't have yeah. anything that matches up. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's some of the achievements are pretty easy to get just playing through the game. And then yeah. the other half of them are like, win 100 hands. And I'm like, that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, but but I like that there's new daily challenges yeah. and and that you can go back. Like yes. if you hit the calendar, you can do any of the challenges from the mm-hmm. beginning of the month, which yeah. I like that a lot, that it's not like, oh, you missed it today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because some of those hard ones, it's like, man, I'd, I'd really have to work to get this, and, mm-hmm. you know, and the, so it's not like, oh, fuck, it's 1155. <laughs> can I do it in this run? You know, right. it's like, no, you can go back and do them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all right. Yep. And it's got a thousand achievement points. So. Which we'll never, ever get. No. Not even close. No. Yeah. Uh, next up. A game the uh, our friends at TVGP mentioned, and I'm kind of it kind of <laughs> sucks they did, but uh, Animation Throwdown, which is basically Fox's you know Sunday night animation lineup. Here's uh-huh. a card battler once again. Huh. Um, this kind of effectively erased Plants vs Zombies Heroes from me because the card matches are so quick and short. Yeah, as opposed to Plants vs Zombies Heroes, where it's like five minutes at least for a match. Mm-hmm. Like they hit that point where they're just that little bit too long mm-hmm. that, you know, you, they're just not like you, you can't get into them at work or something. You know, it's like somebody's going to interrupt you if you're doing that. Cause you're going to need to do something, you know, <laughs> they just suck up too much time, but right. animation throwdown does not. And, uh, it's, it's basically Bob's burgers, King of the Hill, Futurama, um, fuck. Family they guy. Family and Guy Dad. and American, yeah, those shows I don't watch. Um, so I don't know anything about any of the show. Like I know vaguely some of the stuff. Like I know characters on King of the Hill mm-hmm. and Bob's Burgers and all that. I'm but surprised like, King of the Hills in there. Yeah, not Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal. Why they chose like Futurama and you know why they chose the ones they did for it as yeah. far as that goes. But it is, uh, you know, it's it's a card battler. You're getting. You have different rarities of cards. You can combine. You have to research combos in order to use them to obviously make better combos. Mm-hmm. You, the hero that you choose as your main avatar has certain 
powers and mm-hmm. you level them up as doing the arena battles, which is PvP stuff. But, you know, it's asynchronous in that it's like, all right, you're just fighting whatever deck this person owns and the computer controls it, you know, that sort of thing. You know, yep. like Supercard was, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but it's... They do just enough that keeps me coming back. Yeah. And that I don't have to spend money on it. I I really hope they don't add anything to this. Like, right now, it's the right mix of... Like, the daily routine is pretty quick to get through and get yeah. your bonus. Anything more than this, and it, it may go away for me, because, like... I yeah, they've they've added it. Like, they have challenge stuff, yeah. like limited time battle modes, but those are pretty... Honestly, I'm finding they're pretty worthless. Yeah. Like, the time, inv- the time investment to what you get, it's... You're better off just like playing more arena battles in one day than doing those. Yeah, I, I did them and got some of the cards that are you know like the exclusives, but yeah. they become obsolete quickly because you can't combine them with anything. Right. So it's kind of like it, it, what I think the most fascinating thing about it is that some of the combos aren't uh, world exclusive. Like you can take, uh, I'm trying to think of something like like you, you can take like Doctor Zoidberg from Futurama and mix it with like a card from King of the Hill. Yeah. And then, like, research that combo, and it may still work. Hmm. You know? it, yeah. It's usually kind of generic ones. Like, they'll have their branded beer, and it's the it's the generic alcohol effect, mm-hmm. you know, but you still want to have it. You know. Yeah, but then sometimes you'll think, oh, well, I want to get uh, Junkie Peggy. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll be like, all right, well, I saw, like, Toad Licking from Family Guy will work with that. Right. But sometimes you'll think, oh well, drugs will do that too, but it'll have a it'll create a different combo. Yeah. It's it's weird cuz like I so I have Peggy from King of the Hill and um it's really bizarre because like that's a perfect example cuz like if you take the um alcohol that I think is from Futurama mm-hmm. and give it to her, she gets this like crazy power up where she gains attack power every yeah. turn. Getting but attack power is, is the key to That's pretty much the key to it. But then, like, if you use the beer that's actually from King of the Hill, which is, I have a blue card of. Yeah, she puts the sunglasses it, on. Yeah, she puts sunglasses on cool. and, like, heals, like, eight points of health, which is yeah. huge for to another character. It's it's really bizarre because, like, you, you expect the same alcohol power, yeah. but it's not at all. It's, like, totally different. So. Yeah. And the adventure mode is good, but they limit so much of your stuff, but it recharges every 10 minutes. You yeah. get... So I'm up to like 14 points per, you know, yeah. total. It, it's weird because their little nebulous like system is pretty generous in what you get. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, things recharge over time. But then as you're playing, you will get these little lockbox boxes that you'll yeah. find randomly. And all it means is like watch a 20 second ad and it yeah. and it gives you uh, not only in-game currency, but like power recharges. ups, recharges yeah. for your stuff. Yeah, so. they, they're very good about giving you a ton of shit. Yeah. And also the ads, they don't force them on you. Mm-hmm. Watching the ads strictly just gives you bonuses, which I'll basically watch the three ads, give myself four hours of right. extra you know, bonus so I, percentages. I, I'm, I am generally someone who buys an app um, to get rid of ads. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm mostly an ad-free person in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. It's just how I am. And um, so, the, you know, my fewer exposures to it, like, is this a brand new thing or has this been going on a while? The fucking interactive ads. Cause that shit yeah. can die in a fire. 
Like YouTube yeah. does them, Hulu on. No, I mean like browsers. you have you have to play like, the game for thirty the seconds. Demo oh. of the game. Oh, which they did for uh, what is it? Game of War. Yeah, and, the fucking and mobile, mobile, strike. mobile strike and some of the other strike. It's like those yeah. like those interactive ads work against those games. Yeah, because it shows you that they are base. They are literally reskins of each other. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Mobile Strike and Game of War yeah. are the exact same yeah, it's, game. It's a goddamn like two lane tower defense thing. Yeah. Like, but coming it, from the exact same angle to the exact same wall. Yeah, but it looks like it looks like Civ Two era animation. <laughs> like, like it it legitimately looks like something yeah, that was there's in like, like the late '90s era of yeah. like an RTS. Yeah, I mean, one looks like you know generic war huts and the other yeah. one's like oh it's an arrow tower it's like yeah it, they, great. They, it makes me angry looking at that and knowing how much they spent on those like getting kate upton in those commercials and shit and then like it, the game literally i don't think looks it was game like, of war i think isn't game of war is. like a, a is that what it is because i thought yeah. game of war was the fucking like uh clash of clans ripoff it no was, no no it's just that goddamn tower defense thing yep it's really? it's the exact same thing as Mobile Strike in those demos. Uh, maybe I haven't. Maybe the full game is different, and that's the thing too. Is like I'll see some of them. Like there's one with like this Survivors thing that looks like a Lost oh, type thing. Like how many fucking game styles are you gonna mix into one goddamn I know. mobile game? <laughs> I know. Where it was like you could play a match three, and then Farmville over here, mm-hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> and then it's crazy. Fucking Tiny Tower it over here, and <laughs> but look, there's what, some Flappy Birds to get back to land. I guess what bothers <laughs> me about so many of those though is I'll look at them and be like. That actually looks cool. If that was like a game that was just like here, like you know, mm-hmm. play this like Dungeon Keeper or something. Right. But no, they make it Dungeon Keeper Mobile, where it's just going to be like I know you're going to limit my energy and you're going to be bothering me for money, and there's just no way I could just, you know, you know, like it would be like something like if you if if I could pay twenty bucks to just play this game mm-hmm. and do this thing without all your fucking hooks. I'd probably do it. Oh, if Dungeon Keeper had to unlock everything mode for twenty bucks, I would. D- hand them my money yeah. immediately and say, let me play a modern yeah, dungeon. But sadly cheaper. they know that they can get somebody to spend 500 bucks. Right. So they don't care about your $20. Yeah. They want you to spend that. So that, that part, but all it's, that said, animation throwdown, like the ads are only to give yourself bonuses. Right. And it just, it, it just, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so far so good. Yes. That's yeah. it's, it's yeah. been good enough to not, piss me off <laughs> which is like well with free to play sadly that's the bar we have to set yeah is is uh, i've been playing for like what three four weeks now and it hasn't pissed me off yet so congrats animation throwdown <laughs> um other one that's similar uh because i got battlefront i got the battlefront companion app mm-hmm. which gives you extra credits in the game and that is kind of also a card thing, but kind of not. It's like a base defense deal where you have four zones around you, like to the northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest. And then it each has like, it's like if you imagine a ring and there are like four rings around your base, but split into four zones. Mm-hmm. And you have enemies advancing from the edge of each of them coming towards you. And some units like a TIE fighter can move two spaces and, you know, you defend your base. Obviously, you have a soldier. They can't attack more than one row outside. You know, an X-Wing can only attack way on the outer rings. So there's a whole... But you only get three cards on the side for, like, attacking mm-hmm. and three cards for defense. And you can play all of them if you want and then, you know, basically end your turn. This one gets complex quick and it gets hard fast, which I... 
luckily it's they don't make you watch ads they don't make you do any of that shit they're just like here like they're basically like it's basically an ad for battlefront is what it is sure but that shit got hard in a hurry Hmm. and some of their and and apparently it ties in like with stuff you've unlocked in the game it allows you to unlock certain cards in the app Mm -hmm. so i mean it's well done and all that but man it was so hard. I'm just like, I don't think I want to play this anymore. And it's also got the, you know, the, the, uh, plants versus zombies heroes problem of like games take a long time. Yeah. Like you're going to be playing this for like 15 minutes and for an app, it's like, no, no, it, like on my phone. No, I'm not doing that too much time. So yeah, it's kind of one of those, like I'll, I'll check my loadout and stuff on it, uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if I want to continue to play that one, hmm. at least not on any regular basis. Yeah. Speaking of not playing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of softballed that one up there. For uh-huh. me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing Animation Throwdown mostly because I stopped playing Galaxy of Heroes, what? the Star Wars game. Uh, kind of like, I, I guess, kind of like what you were saying about Plants vs. Zombies and Time Taken. The, the daily stuff for Galaxy of Heroes just hit that point where it's like, nope, I'm out. You just... You added one too many mechanic, and I yep. am now done because they added ship battles, which sounds like it would be cool, except you're talking about a squad-based battler. Mm-hmm. And so now suddenly my super awesome ground-based squad doesn't mean shit in the air because now suddenly I need Admiral Akbar, who's a fucking useless on the ground, to power my Mon Calamari cruiser, you know, s- fucking fleet leading ship and all this bullshit so it's like now i've got a whole new level of shit you expect me to level up and and the thing is like even if you're like fuck the space battles i'm i don't care i don't care about my rank i'm not gonna play that just to do the daily stuff added like 10 minutes worth of like real life time Mm -hmm. just to like go through and be like i don't care if i lose i just have to play three of these yeah um and even like just having the shittiest people like everything about the, the animation was so fucking slow for the space battles i was just like I, I literally was in a guild that was like doing high level shit, and I was like, "Sorry guys, space update sucks so much. I'm I'm done. I'm gonna leave yeah. the guild because I'm not gonna you know sit here and go absent for months." I was like, "Later guys, sorry this this did it." But <laughs> did yeah. they tell you that you got pwned? Noob? I I didn't even wait for a response because you uh, know it's I mean well it is synchronous chat if someone happens to be online yeah. at the same time, but you know yeah. I was just like, "Sorry guys, the space update sucks." Later, <laughs> um, yeah, so. I feel like I, I, on the one hand, you know, anything, any of these, you like, you feel like you invested a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, like I had cards that were getting fairly high level yeah. and doing well, but at the same time, it's like, no, this is now too much of my life. I mean, sitting there for 25 minutes every night or every day at some point trying to just fucking do daily shit. I'm like, no, this is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we're at animation throwdown, it's like, if you, if you're in a hurry, you don't care about the ads or whatever, you could knock it out and five, ten minutes, like, you could do yeah. your daily shit easily, hmm. like, just to get the bonuses. Yep. It's, yeah, it's I, nothing. I left Jurassic Park Builder for kind of the same reason that you're talking about, because yeah. they added some expansion that was, like, an entirely different island, and it was suddenly, like, yeah, it just I like can't... invalidates all your stuff, almost. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I can't manage all this shit. Mm-mm. So. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I liked it. I mean, the coolest thing about it was, like, the combination of, of people. It was like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about it. If you put this with this person, it's like, you know, they, they work so well together, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, whatever. Mm. Yep. I finished that. So that's on, a shame. On to the next thing. All right. I, I, I'm going to tell you about another game, but I haven't tried it yet, but 
<laughs> well, this will be it's, it's, a, it's a mobile game that's been popping up on like best of lists. So uh-huh. It's the kind of thing. Do you want me to spoil it? What it is? Sure. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't tried this yet, so you know, this your your mileage may vary, but it's a it's a, a Avengers Academy. Oh God. Oh, I've yeah. <laughs> I've heard enough. Okay. It's <laughs> I'm in. No, it's. It's good, but it, it it might suck up too much of your time. Okay, I'm just warning you now. Well, yeah, I mean, because that was the other one that TVGP people talked about, but they were less glowing about that. Sure. because of the time suck. Well, and- there, there's a um, there's a Star Trek one that is uh, what's it? I think it's called like Shattered Dimensions. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, that, that's a fucking Spider-Man game we were just talking about. There's like a weird cross timeline Star Trek. Yeah, game. timelines. That's okay. just called timeline. Sure. But the, the cool thing about that, I, I've been playing that a little bit. That that's much more. That feels like a linear RPG. Just happens to be in a mobile form. Like it's kind of a card battler in that you collect dudes mm-hmm. and like make a squad. But it's more like you're making that squad to kind of go down and do almost like somewhere between like a Mass Effect like side mission and almost like those Assassin's Creed like what's my best ship to send out in this yeah. scenario? Like mm-hmm. what's the percentage of this you know doing well? Yeah, and so you just go like from point to point, and yeah, you know, hmm. doesn't seem like it has energy or you know. It seems like you could sit there and play it till your battery runs out. Mm-hmm. Cool. But anyway, anyway, you guys want some emails? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll wrap it up with some emails. Yeah. Uh, first one's from Chris in Seattle. He says, "Hey, quarters crew, your intrepid pinball correspondent Chris in Seattle is here to file a report on Dutch pinball's Big Lebowski table." Oh, they are slowly very slowly making their way over to the u.s uh my friend ordered his three years ago before it even existed and it arrived a couple weeks ago and i went to the unboxing party this game has everything you could want from a big lebowski table the licensed music is there with hotel california in spanish and ccr there are clips from the movie that play on an lcd on a regular basis there's an under level that's a bowling lane the upper level shows the bowling alley and of course then in the center of course the in the center rug rolls back to open a scoop the ramps are placed well, and the whole thing is just a lot of fun. At the party, in a house full of pinball, everyone just watched others play while waiting for their turn. I have to say, Dutch Pinball did a bang-up job, especially considering this is their first originally designed ta- table, the other being Brada Pinbot 2.0, which, while good, was just a remake. Anyway, as I mentioned, they are making their way to the U.S. from jolly old England in batches of 20, mostly to collectors. The one I played was number 40, so there are at least 39 more. In any event, you can look forward to seeing it at your next Pinball Expo. I've included a picture of the table below, Silver Ball Long, Chris in Seattle. And it is a very sharp-looking table. He says, P.S. I discovered a great iPhone-slash-Android app called Pinball Map. It's free. It'll list the machines available in bars near you, even ones with just one or two. You can find where certain machines are. It's awesome and accurate in the three cities I've used it in. Well, in Seattle, Seattle I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not so much in our city. But yeah, we'll, no. We'll, you never know. If nothing else, we may try it for adding it ourselves. We could yeah. be we could be the contributors. We could. We'll have to ask BJ since he's the one that goes to bars and not to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just go to podcasts. Yeah. I don't go Burr. to bars anymore. <laughs> I hear stories. Yeah. I hear rumors. Yeah. Oh, Rumblings. I, yeah. Groundswell. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hubbub. Yeah. <laughs> Skittery do. <laughs> I got my I ear know. to the grindstone. Huh? No, no, you, you put your nose to your guys. Nose you, to the yeah. You put your ear to the ground. Yeah, my ears on the ground. You yeah. fucked it all. You keep up, reaching Chuck. for the stars. All right, uh, <laughs> you got to believe. <laughs> all right, this is, this is our buddy Jay. Uh huh. Hi Jay. Who, who says uh, 
title of this email is Watch Dog 2. Much meme, so hacking. Wow. Cool. Says, hey, no quarters crew. Hey. He's got an umlaut over the U and crew. Mm. Uh, <laughs> says, oh, I get it. Jay from Vegas here. And I was going to talk about Dead Rising 4, but it was bland, forgettable, and sells the true ending in the season pass. Oh, oh. shit. Damn. Gauntlet <laughs> thrown down by Jay there. <laughs> it's like Dead Rising 4, come at me, bro. <laughs> Bet. Okay, bet. He says, but I did get Watch Dogs 2 for a steal, and the game won me over with a sequence where you hijack a self-driving car, then do stunts with it as Judas Priest Turbo Lover plays. All right. <laughs> as I dug deeper in the game, I found iconic Hatman from the first game in a cameo, <laughs> Rob Zombie as an elite hacker who pulls a deus ex machina to save your sorry ass, Autism the person, and an amalgamation of the 1980s, now in feisty Latina millennial form. Remember the 80s? Watchdog 2 members. <laughs> the big thing they got right was ditching the Ubisoft Unlock Towers template. This has been replaced with challenges that require you to explore condensed Silicon Valley while adding to and developing your skill set. I highly recommend mixing some side main missions as the side missions add options to make the main missions easier. Overall, I'm pissed at myself for not picking up Watch Dogs 2 sooner as it would have been a far better use of my $40 than Dead Rising 4, even if DR4 has a Robot Jocks reference. Ghost Ride the Turbo Lover, Jay, sent from my NES Classic. That's not true. You don't have an NES Classic. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> you did. You, you you both had them and you sold them for charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did good. Yeah. And I just didn't buy one for some reason. Yeah, like, if you're going to price gouge, price gouge for charity. Right. Yeah. 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 Scalping for I, charity. I appreciate you guys doing that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I picked up Watch Dogs 2. I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. But by all accounts, it sounds infinitely better than the first game, which mm-hmm. I thought was boring as shit. I, I really hope it's the Assassin's Creed 2 to Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Or the Titanfall what? 2 to Titanfall 1. Yeah, <laughs> just the, the, by luck, they got to make a second game, and they turned out that they could actually make a good game. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope they... Yeah, I got burned so bad on the original Watch Dogs. Oh, like, fuck. 2, you could have told me anything, and I would have been like, you know what? I'm probably going to wait on it. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you hear so many people say, okay, this is what the first game should have been. And I'm like, okay, well, I wanted to like Watch Dogs. Playing it was a fucking chore. So let's do this. Let's do mm-hmm. this where, you know, maybe the your main character is not a fucking idiot and just the worst. Yeah, just a grouchy fuck. Yeah, it's just like, I don't want to play this guy. I don't want to mm-hmm. be this guy. Yeah. Him and his fucking his, iconic hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, I don't know when I'll get. I hope I'll try to get to it before someday the Fodies. Wait, but, the main uh, dude's the iconic hat guy. No, no, no. In the first game, yeah, he's he's only a cameo in this game. Well, I was asking. That's that's the iconic hat. Yeah, that's the iconic iconic hat, hat guy. Why is it iconic? It's just a fucking because black hat, Ubisoft said it was. I oh. think I think <laughs> iconic is in sarcastic quotes. Oh, it's an iconic. Yeah, I wasn't reading the mm. sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Watch Dogs too. I want to play it. Yeah, I'll play it someday. Man, throwing a lot of shade at Dead Rising 4, though. Where if you rewind about four hours, you'll hear us say it's pretty good. Yeah, I'll <laughs> you say it. I haven't played it yet. I didn't, think it, I didn't find it bland. I nah, just, it's not yeah. bland at all. Yeah. Fucking killing zombies with electric guitars. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is, there's no challenge in it. That's that's my issue you just with it. swing the electric guitar until it breaks. Yeah. And every time you hit and one, then, it goes bong. And then turn around and grab a new thing and kill everything with that. Yep. So. And then you eat yep. a cupcake. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to send us an email, 
since you talk at noquarters.net, mm-hmm. visit us at noquarters.net, and you got all the stuff on the side that'll link to all the fun things where we are, like YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. But spoiler alert, you can go all of those slash noquartersnet, and you'll find us. Oh. Yeah. yeah spoilers. Snap. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, we also have a Patreon that uh, is run through Banffcast, our main uh, mm-hmm. our main show. So go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. Grant you access to some... Uh, bonus podcast content that we uh, put up there both exclusive and early access stuff yes show's still in beta (laughs) (laughs) we're working them out (laughs) Uh uh-huh sometimes that's what you got to do yeah yeah Yeah. otherwise you guys got anything to add nah nah i think we covered all the games yeah all of them yeah uh i guess next episode will be the photies yeah so look for it early in 2017 Thank God we'll be out of 2016. Sure. If we gonna, survive 2016, it's there's be still some so time much left. Better. We can hope. We can hope, Chuck. Okay. We can all hope. Fine. <laughs> you guys ready to get 2017, out of here? 2017. Hashtag Chuck Fine. Yeah. Oh. Man, I hope. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's get out of here. Okay. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out. <laughs>